Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. And returning out of hibernation is James Farley. Hello. Hey, Dean, James, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm fine. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm back with a bang. Um, we yeah, would like <laughs> to start the show by announcing our Patreon producers this month. They are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Palace are great now, <laughs> aka Gabby yes. Pereira. Please, Gabby, if you could confirm that you wanted that changed, let me know. Um, <laughs> Graham Mackay, Rocketman76, Rex Reese, Happy birthday, Sam. Love Neil from uh, from Neil. Love from Neil, aka Bitchin' Sink. Uh, you would have thought that I'd have said that enough times to be able to nail that. About three but, months ago, right? No, yeah, four, uh, four months now. Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, and the Radio Anywhere and TLNA crew. Thank nice. you so much for your support. Thank you so much for going full Nels. You too can join that wonderful crew by going to patreon.com forward slash tcg tcgs what's wrong with me tonight i'm not with it am i i'm not there i'm not on the ball right okay i'm gonna shake it off and let's come on taylor swift come on patreon.com forward slash tcgs there are various different tiers there uh we did the milk race on the saturday just gone that was that was special never have we been so hyped up for one of our talks over uh shows that was it was busier than it's ever been for those things everyone came away saying that they loved it um and you can watch it now by signing up at the uh, relevant tier so go over to patreon.com forward slash tcgs and click on the right tier uh that's it isn't it anyone anyone got anything to say about the weekend's events i enjoyed Um, that i thought it was great Oh. <laughs> okay, mm, James Farley, uh, straight in with the opinion. No, I was I was in a lot of pain afterwards. Well, yeah. um, the evening wasn't let's nice, not, was it? Let's not talk about the results, right? Let's yeah, yeah, not yeah. go over the results because a lot of people it. haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how um, did you feel the next day? The uh, next day, I was fine. It was the night, wasn't it? it was the problem? Yeah. What was the night? What um, happened? So, well, I, I was up until one a.m. just like pissing every twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> In 20 minutes. It's the same wow. for me. Exactly the same. Although it went into about two or three. Like it was just. Oh, really? Yeah, it was what? horrible. Yeah, you seriously. Were... Oh, wow. <laughs> How about you, Matt? I was fine, actually. Yeah. I need to go for a wee one. Yeah, well, tonight. I suppose you, you didn't take much of it in, did you? I guess. <laughs> That's the yeah. I, took, I took all of well, it in. I took all yeah, of it in. I know. Yeah. You already some purged it, some of it. <laughs> some of it escaped. Um, I, took, I did take all of it in. I took in more than the others. So I'll just say. Put that you there. did. I, I'd forgotten that by the end of the race. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, uh, yeah. You actually drank a little bit more than the others, which yeah. is. Um, I, I, and yeah. my internet stopped working. It's all, everything happened. Well, that was just <laughs> yeah, suspect, yeah. wasn't well, it? That's. Yeah. that's uh, but yeah, I, I had about half an hour where I was like, right, that's it. I'm never eating or drinking anything ever again for the rest of my life. <laughs> Simply no need. Um, maybe then, maybe it is like being drunk then, because after a <laughs> night out, you genuinely wake up and say, I think I'm done drinking. I think I'm never going to drink again. But have you yeah. had any milk since? Oh, yeah. Uh, not just on its own. Like, I've had cereal with milk on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, um, it, did you get it. flashbacks as you were pouring those frosties yeah, it down like your throat? Throwing up. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and then there's, yeah, no, there's about half an hour of that, and then sort of the, the discomfort... Went away. A lot of burping. That was weird. Um, and then, yeah, just just going to the toilet constantly, just for just for a onesie. Don't drink too much milk, listeners. Don't yeah. drink too much we'll milk. See you next um, year. 
for the next one. Let's get on to the... No. Yeah, I know. We're <laughs> going to do it again next year. Don't you worry about that. Um, let's get on to the uh, feedback. And James, you weren't here last week. I wasn't. Have you got your notes? Uh, I haven't really got any notes because I just enjoyed yeah. the whole show. No, because the show was really good. No, it was a really <laughs> good show and I really enjoyed it. Janet was fantastic. She was really Janet good. Janet was it. great. And I should point out, I don't know if we've got this in the feedback from other people, but so many people text me privately and sent me messages saying um, Janet was really fantastic on the show. They really enjoyed mm. her contribution. Um, and yeah, well, it was so good. I mean, especially when you, you do worry when a new um, member comes on, how they're going to take to us <laughs> if they're going to like halfway <laughs> through go yeah i'm gonna go she went yeah. she went strangely <laughs> quiet when i was talking about murdering people in blade and sorcery i was very conscious of that afterwards listening back did you did you explain to her how long the recording sessions are yeah i explained the format okay, how long it is good. so you know no, she, okay. she was fully prepared i mean it was it wasn't even a short one it was it was one of our longer shows as well yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. All Janet right. was that? Janet was excellent. No, I didn't include it in feedback, but I got you know we got messages. We got people even like on my stream last night saying how good Janet was. People on Discord. So no, it's a yeah. Janet was excellent. I, I knew she would be anyway, but it was a good show, and I'm glad you enjoyed it, James. Yeah, it was fantastic. Really, really good. I mean, I especially enjoyed Thanks, the advent calendar stuff. Was was very good. Go on. You 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 get an advent calendar every year, don't you? Oh, of course. Yeah. I've, I mean, we've, yeah. we've already got a Here's couple a question. here. You know. Do you nice just get, you get one for yourself, or do you get more than one for yourself? Well, no, I don't get one for myself. It's just for the kids. I don't have one. What? You get don't yourself have one? one? No. I thought you'd be all over that. You'd well, be loving that. I would, about? but the trouble is, it's the chocolate in it, and I'm trying not to eat no, as much <laughs> chocolate. And the trouble is, <laughs> the trouble is, you know, is, it's the chocolate. No, no, but you know what it's like. It's like a gateway drug, isn't it? It's like you just have one, and you're just like, oh, I need to eat. I mean, I could sympathise <laughs> with what you were saying about that thing of like eating it all before it's even the first of December. You know, where it's like you just have a couple, <laughs> and the then you rip the whole thing of sliding pieces, the tray. Yeah. yeah. Sliding the tray out. <laughs> it's just, so how many of these can I put in my mouth at one moment? You know, can I do so, the full month? So, oh, that's an episode so title. Counterproductive as well because they're about three pound fifty. Yeah, and you get about fifty p's worth of chocolate if you yeah. melt it down and put it all together. Yeah. I mean, it's so stupid. So did you just go and buy a chocolate bar at that point? Um, okay, all right. Ja- that's James's feedback. Well, that, that, would be a, that could be a stream. You know, like could you do the whole month in like in one go? Of those chocolates. Of course you could. Yeah. You're having a fucking laugh, what? James. It, it depends on how big they are. Like a one pound bar of Galaxy or no, whatever. No, it depends on how big they are. Like, just <laughs> no. Uh, the logistics no, of cramming it all into shit. your mouth would be quite difficult, I think. You're having oh, a oh, laugh, wait, 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 James. So you mean, sorry, you mean doing the whole month in one mouthful? Yeah, in one mouthful. What, could okay. you get the, the whole 24 chocolates in one mouth? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll do that on the next one then. That's a challenge I'd be up for. <laughs> we shouldn't be doing... Why, is, why are we now doing food challenges? <laughs> Uh, because the last one was oh. a success. <laughs> that, that's, that's the Christmas stream. I mean, come on, that's a Christmas one. You know, you could like that's the Christmas stream. We have got plans for the Christmas stream, James. Have, have are you we? aware of them? No, brilliant, yeah. unbelievable. I, why are you on this show? Um, <laughs> right, okay. should we get to the listener feedback? Yes, uh, Ambrose has messaged us. Hey lads, I'm a fairly new listener and decided to start from episode one. I'm currently on episode 244 and your feedback segment has turned into Am I the Arsehole segment, so I wanted to share my tales. I mean, I thought I'd bring us back because I used to quite like these back in the day. 
Uh, back during the PS3 era, games were selling three used games for £20. The cases were only sealed by a single sticker, so I used to pop the disc free and wiggle it out. I had this racket going for months with zero suspicion until I made the mistake what? of telling a friend who went to abuse the system and basically returned games every two days. Moral story is, yes, I was an arsehole, but my friend was worse. Now, I've got questions about this story because I've read it a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, wait, this makes no sense to me. Hold on. What Let's doing? go for it. I had this racket going on for months. No, wait, wait. The cases were only sealed by a single sticker. Okay. So, free used games for £20. The cases were only sealed by a single sticker. So, I used to pop the disc free and wiggle it out. So, how I'm reading that is that there was actually discs in the cases rather than behind the till, which... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, had they ever done that? Was he just straight up stealing them then? Is that what's going on? That's just thieving. That's not a... That's not a racket. That's yeah, not, not a, a clever grift. scheme. That's just theft. That's, that's, just, <laughs> that's not a that's yeah. like, Hold on. Why, why are you making it hard? Why didn't you take the case with the disc? Why didn't you just put the whole thing in your pot? What a weird no, thing to do. No, no, no. Hang do. on. So I think, they're, I think they're buying it and then slipping the, the disc out of the case and then returning it? No way would they not check inside. <laughs> No, Are you kidding me? Yeah, but then, it, but they wouldn't. Maybe they wouldn't check inside if the sticker like was sealed. still on the. Like sealed. But then but then you'd feel wiggle, the no. weight, wouldn't you? You'd feel the the absence of the. You'd disc. shake it at least. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Is the racket? You take the um the disc out. You buy it and then open it in front of them, and the disc isn't in there. And you go, hold on, disc isn't in here. There's some information missing here. There's a lot of information missing. Yeah, you're right. And then, got then you get a second. You need to get a second case so you can take two copies back: one to Game Station and one back to Game. <laughs> yeah, well, we need more information, Ambrose. You have to come yeah, back to us on that. Can you send in some more information on that? Because at the moment, it just sounds like either you might as well just <laughs> steal the case with it, or a completely like if you are wiggling the case out, uh, wiggling the disc out, then returning it, then that makes zero sense because there's no way a cashier is just going to go okay it's got the sticker so clearly because they go on to say that yeah the the friends abuse the system and yeah and would return games every two days right so you would you'd wiggle the right and then return them okay that's again you're you're basically stealing them is that that? you're pretty much just (laughs) stealing them borrowing yeah so you go there wiggle the disc out take the disc home play it come back no no because they're good because they're keeping the disc afterwards Presumably, yeah. Presumably, you keep the di- you wouldn't slide the disc back in, would you? Because then, what's the point? <laughs> what well, his friend was, I don't know. Or maybe not. Okay, let's move on. No, okay, so I think I think, on. I think I'm saying the friend isn't re- they're returning the cases, but not the game. Surely, right? Okay, well, well, let's find be, out. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> they're like, well, I was never saying they one sticker. So here's your forty pounds, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then open the next person buying them, and then yeah, opening yeah. it up, there's no disc in there. Just yeah. going, oh. See, also, if this guy was doing this every two days, if he's doing this every, <laughs> every two, days, two days, imagine how many empty game boxes there'd be. That's like, you know. <laughs> like, I think we've been no had. discs left on the Shop, shelf. Shops on the phone to the distributor like, you got to stop sending us these fucking empty boxes. Yeah, like game does stock take. Hang on, there's, there's not a single <laughs> disc in this fucking store. Yeah, maybe it's popping it back in, but, like, you know, didn't game just have like a two-week return policy anyway? In those days, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, it was ten days, which is absolutely ridiculous. Thinking about now, yeah, we I mean, even when we first had it, it was like, how on, I can just play the game and take it back within ten days. Brilliant! <laughs> this is silly. 
Oh, okay, all right. The glory Let's days. move on. We haven't got enough information to determine no. whether you were an arsehole or not. I mean, we, we still spent five minutes discussing it. Uh, TCGS.corrections <laughs> and other people have feedback specifically to David, who had the what I think you described as a million-dollar idea. Well, yeah. here's some feedback. Uh, I don't want to piss on David's beeping TV remote idea that's going to make him millions, but SkyQ already does this. Press mm-hmm. the button on the SkyQ box, and the remote beeps so you can find it. Yeah, I mean, but I've been saying that since the Joypod days. Like, <laughs> SkyQ wasn't about in the Joypod days. I've been calling for this feature for ages. And, and why is it only Sky? Because haven't Sky's new TV thing that they're selling? That's got the same thing, hasn't it? Where you press the button on the TV, oh, really? the remote beeps or whatever. But why is this not standard on every fucking thing ever? It's so <laughs> annoying. It's so annoying. Do you, do you know what's really annoying as well? Um, Joe loved the fact that on my Apple Watch, I could press a button and it make my phone beep. Yeah, I right? do that a lot. Yeah, so do I. So Joe said, oh, I want this, I want this. She's got an Android phone. So I said, I'm sure you just get like any you know, Fitbit or whatever, and it'll have that option because it's connected to the phone anyway. And lo and behold, it is like we bought, she bought like a £10 Fitbit ripoff. (laughs) And um, she goes, goes, I still, about a month later, she's walking around the flat going, where's my phone? I can't find my phone. I said, well, press the button on your Fitbit thing. She went, I've lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, have you ever done that on an Android phone? Have you ever done that on an Android phone, Sean? Yeah, yeah, well, because I, yeah, because I It's fucking creepy. Why is it creepy? Because Joe's one goes, like, mine just goes, beep, 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 and then you yeah. just go up to it and pick it up. Joe's goes, ding, 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 I'm here. Oh, ding, ding, mine's ding, never ding. done oh, that. I'm here. Yeah, it, and honestly, what's even worse is that one time I woke up in the night at <laughs> two o'clock, went for a wee, and I heard Charlie in his bedroom going, I'm here. And I was like, ugh, it's proper like hairs <laughs> on the back of my neck sticking up. It's horrible. Because um, I've only ever done it with either, uh, either by using um, the, yeah, you know, Google assistants dotted around the house yeah. or using my tiles. You know, I said last week I have those things. Got one in my wallet, one of my keys. So as well as being able to beep those from the phone, they can also, there's a button on them, you can, a button on them, you can you double press it and then it beeps the phone instead. Here's something I want to ask about those tile things. What what's the deal with the battery? Do you, do you, this is really boring for the show. Sorry, but what what? How do you charge those things? Uh, I think they just they just have a battery in them that just lasts like two years or forever. Because the one because wow. I've got air tags and they do the same thing. It's like you can you yeah. can replace the battery though, like if you want to, like but they last okay. about a year and but a half or something. Here's an idea, technology people: put one of those batteries that lasts for a year into a mobile phone. Hey, it's not they really don't have to charge thing. it every Why night. Don't they think Shut of these up, things? James. <laughs> Shut up. Stick one of those batteries in it. How much was the tile? Uh, about twenty quid each. Okay, so add twenty pounds to the price of the phone. Put one of those batteries <laughs> in the phone. Job done. I can't Fucking believe ridiculous. Tim Apple has not thought of this. I know, me neither. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. All the money these people get paid. I mean, I once again, I once again, this is David ahead of his time. You know, with yeah. this sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, next. Luke Summerhays uh, has feedback on Dave's buffet strategy, shall we say. Dave does buffet wrong. The only way is to cram as much as possible onto your plate the first time, then go back for the best stuff. 
Okay. All right. Well, James, I've... do you have any thoughts on David's buffet strategy last week? Well, when honestly, he said he it would... sounds like I've just got a little bit more class than you people. That's all. Again, we discussed this. You're not because you're at a buffet stuffing 30 yeah, sausages. No, I'm, at, I'm at a buffet because I've got kids, Matt. All right? <laughs> it's not that you... That's why I'm at a fucking buffet. Go on. Surely, no, hang on. I mean, I've, I've, I'm questioning Luke's method here. Why would you go <laughs> back? Why would you go back for the best stuff on your second? Yeah, you go trip. for the best stuff. No, 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 he, no he, he's saying like throw as much on and then go back for stuff that you liked the most. Out oh, of I see. On your plate. Right, yeah. Then go back for the yeah the highlights. What you've now yeah. established are the highlights. Okay, yeah. no, that makes sense. Actually, actually, Luke, Luke, that actually makes a lot of sense. I like that. You're yeah. absolutely yeah. right there. That's a good shout. Yeah. That is a good shout. James, sorry, okay. you had the opportunity to dig into me. Are you going to take it? No, no, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, it's all right. I don't care. <laughs> cool. I am fine. <laughs> what do you do at buffets, James? What's your approach? We don't go to them that often because Chen hates them, and she just really doesn't really? like Why? going to them. And she just, yeah, she just I've hates got a lot them. of time for Chen. <laughs> a lot of time for. Wait, wait, wait. Why does Chen not like him? Because she, she just, she's like, it's just all poor quality stuff. Whenever you, I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Yeah, and she's just like, it's all stuff that she doesn't like. And she's like, why would you want to just have this stuff when you can just order stuff that's actually you're certain is going to be good <laughs> rather than just like stuffing yourself with this you can embrace high the carb chaos. stuff, which is just, it's just, it's just <laughs> awful, you know. All right. Uh, okay, Harry has messaged, just listen to the show, great as always, nice to hear new voices and opinions. Can I just say the extended theme at the end of the show is an absolute banger, and anyone who turns off at the socials is missing out on the best original <laughs> podcast music going. Yeah, so last week, uh, I, don't, I don't know why I thought about it, but I thought I'm going to put in the full I know exactly minute. why you did it. I know why? exactly why you no, did no, it. No, no, no. You, thought, I, you thought, add two minutes of the music, or three minutes of the music at the end of the show, then when it gets to the socials, people look down and go... Oh, blimey, there's quite a bit left. They must go on a bit of a tangent towards the end. I'll continue to listen. And then shortly afterwards, the end. the end music starts. That's what it was, Matt. That's how you Don't get him, that, that makes complete sense. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just thought I'd put in the full two-minute mix, and it's still good. So uh, yeah, th- that'll be a permanent fixture now, I think. Okay. Chris, uh, read Dave saying it doesn't think unlicensed music being hidden in GTA is a problem. The logical stream of that is someone releasing their own version of Flappy Bird just so that, that just so happens to contain the new Taylor Swift album in the files, just <laughs> not accessible within the game. The game is just a front end for a collection of files, and it's those files that are being distributed by Rockstar. Okay, so here's here's where the confusion is, I guess. So... Are we saying that when you download the Legendary Edition or whatever, the definitive edition of GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, when you mm. download it, it mm. has MP3 or WAV files of that music within yeah. the folder? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's bad. That is okay. bad. <laughs> but, but when you were reporting on it, you said it had the code for the music in the, in the files. No, so I was just thinking, well, if it's just the code, I'm pretty sure he did. No, I'm pretty sure when you go no, back to it, they left the code sure in the old Dave music. I didn't, so. <laughs> right, okay, I'll go back and listen to it, Sean. You know okay. I will. Okay. Because okay. I was thinking the code. What? No, okay. That's the thing, right. Sean. You need precision when you're doing the news, Sean. Otherwise, these you sort do. of things happen. Yeah, no, I gave you precision, James. Don't worry. It's fine. No, what I said was yeah. that what, all the, the files are all there. It's just that they've disabled them by code rather than just removing the files. Okay. All so you've right. got, you've got, well, you're a bit confused there, Dave. We'll see. Right, it's all right. I'll go back it's and right. listen to it. <laughs> Carl Sean's up for it tonight. I'll, I'll go back and listen to it. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that click up, but okay, no, no, that's fine. It, okay, it that's definitely fine. was. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. that's how it works. And basically, yeah, the code says no play, 
and then uh, those ones don't play. <laughs> and the other ones, uh, the other ones the, I do the, say, yes, play. And then that's how it works. I think that's how That makes sense to me then. If people are downloading the MP3 files through that folder, then yeah, I totally get it. I totally get why that would be illegal. <laughs> But um, but that's that's not what I heard. I'll go back and listen again. Yeah, I should clean your ears out. Um, <laughs> okay, someone called that tingly feeling when you wash with original source mint. Uh, I haven't done that for a long time, actually. Howdy, chaps. On a recent episode, you discussed ideas for a possible Forza Horizon 5 DLC in the same vein as Hot Wheels and Lego. Whilst I agree that Pixar <laughs> Pixar's cars could work well, my immediate thought went to Micro Machines. The toys are still relatively popular and hasn't been a game adaption since 2017's Micro Machines World Series, which received fairly average reviews. I could totally see a shrinking down into one of the many unlockable houses and driving around breakfast tables and bedroom floors. Thoughts? I think that's a brilliant that's a idea. a terrible idea. I think that's a <laughs> with like Forza's handling. I mean, it, it, it would be a wildly different game. I just can't see... No, not top-down. It wouldn't be top-down. It'd be back no. in the no, usual no, no, thing. No, 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 yeah, yeah. but, but it'd be wildly different because it'd be obviously in indoor environments regardless of the scale. But I think, yeah, imagine like Forza's Horizon but in like cool indoor circuits. I mean, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, it does sound amazing. I don't know if Micro Machines has got quite the appeal. No, though, right? that was my yeah. I didn't. I don't didn't think. I haven't seen Micro Machines around for a long time. Yeah, like if they said, "Oh, the next bit of DLC is Micro Machines," I'd be like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> oh, than, oh, really? Rather okay. than, <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Also, Micro um, Machines World Series was awful. It was really bad. It was no, one... that, that was yeah, that was actually said, wasn't it? Yeah, it's one of the only games I ever got a refund for on Xbox because it was just so bad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? really? Oh yeah. shit. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're hankering for that sort of thing, Hot Wheels Unleashed, mate, is is exactly what you're after. So that mm. exists. Um, uh, I, 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 yeah. Whenever I hear Micro Machines, I instantly think of completely destroying my Mega Drive by yanking the cable too much and sort of ripping the <laughs> cartridge out the top of the fucking thing. <laughs> oh, you can play it with, with you. Two players can hold one pad. No one ever wants to do that, Micro Machines. No one ever wants to do that. Uh, right, okay, cool. Um, so is Hot Wheels the only like relevant kind of toy car brand? Is, is Matchbox Cars still a thing? Or is it basically I mean, just yeah, the same but... as it's, you might as well be Hot Wheels? It's yeah. a more recognizable brand these days, and it's the same thing. Yeah. So, no. yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> those other ones, metal machines. I can't remember something. Someone um, said Playmobil. I'm sorry. You can't go from Lego one one <laughs> game and then to Playmobil the next. Yeah. That. That, that, that'll be something that some dodgy kind of Ubisoft ripoff of Forza would do. Like, we couldn't get Lego, but we have got <laughs> Mega Blocks. <laughs> did anyone watch a Playmobil movie? I did. It, it was, is that a real thing? It was basically a Lego movie yeah. ripoff, and it wasn't great. What is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, no shit. It's, 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 it's exactly the same kind of vibe as Lego, but the jokes don't hit. It's not sentimental, and it's just not as good. So basically like Playmobil. Oh, you see, if they did, because right. another huge one, so you know, I was saying it'd be cool if they did a Monster Trucks thing, it would probably be Monster Jam themed, I would have thought, because Monster Jam stuff's fucking everywhere. Even though they like, as far as I'm aware, they don't really do the events here, like the live events. Like like any supermarket that sells Monster Truck stuff, it's either Hot Wheels or Monster Jam. I don't Jam. want that, Sean. I was Why? also thinking, because who cares? I was thinking <laughs> motorbikes, maybe? Oh, yeah. Motorbikes? Yeah. Motorbikes, maybe? Maybe, maybe motorbikes. Motorbikes, maybe? Maybe motorbikes. <laughs> maybe, maybe motorbikes. I mean, you've, I mean, that sounds like a shit ton of work. 
but motorbikes maybe <laughs> but but do it <laughs> <laughs> fucking burnout paradise did it come on yeah Come on. Point. Right, we're going to move on. The Spirit Specialist has messaged, Hello, gents. Although there's plenty of big-name games flying around the place at the moment, I wondered if you had a few hours spared to give the Forgotten City a go. It's on Game Pass, uh, Game Pass right now, and it stems from a Skyrim mod that's been produced by, I think, a team of just three people. It's a really cool time-loop mystery set in a Roman city, and yes, I know it feels like time-loop games uh, come along every... Uh, or is it the same day? Uh, but this does some really clever things and the storyline is generally smart and interesting. I reckon Sean and James in particular would really like it and Matt probably will because it's relatively short. As for David, well, who the fuck knows with that guy? It won't be all gossy, I'm sure, but it could well be a shout for the shortlist and I'd love to know what you think of it as a real surprise package for me. Appreciate y'all. From Ben Bowers, the spirit specialist, who has a PS. PS, if James is resting his liver for the Gotti show, I'll be more than happy to send a package of spirit samples from my shop to David so he can drink them during the show to keep himself limbered up. Matt can do one, as the last set of bottles I handed to him to share with the team on a live show he just kept for himself. And so if David <laughs> wants to send me his address, I'll get something in the post for him. How many times, Ben, do I mean, basically, you, you, you know, really kindly came, came to my house and gave us the spirits, and we, we just forgot them. It wasn't that I, I drank we them We just forgot them. We just forgot <laughs> them. We you had them, yeah. and we were having too yeah. much fun. I've still got them, actually, so maybe I can send these to you, David. No, I mean, thanks, Ben. Thanks for the offer, but I'm sort of staying off. Spirit. I've been off of spirits for for a long time now, like four four years, I think. I used to drink um, bourbon quite a bit, but um, I, I'm yeah, I'm not. I, I I can't do it anymore. Kids are killing me in the mornings. I can't do that hungover, <laughs> <laughs> not after a session. I mean, maybe when I'm a little bit older and I can come out of my shell a little bit, I might get be in contact. But uh, appreciate the offer. As for um. The Forgotten City, is it? I, yeah, I, I've yeah. heard nothing but good things. Yeah, I've seen loads of people talk about this. Yeah, I've got it downloaded. All right, I need to play this. Maybe this will be my next stream game after I finally finish Lake. That's the <laughs> problem. I'm right at the end of Lake. I just know it would be one more stream, but it is so difficult to say what, why tonight are you still I'm playing, playing Lake. Just bin like, it. Yeah, just bin it. It sounds terrible. I'm right, at the end. I'm right at the end, and when Matt nominates it for Game of the Year, I want to be able to say conclusively this was a pile of dung. <laughs> So uh, uh, that's that's why I'm still. I mean, you were going to say that from day one, I think. So no, fuck off, Matt. You know that's not me. You know I go into games with open mind. <laughs> but, but I think if you had no mind, I think you'd really appreciate what Lake's trying to do, David. Mm. I can't believe you're accusing me of that. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you're accusing me of going into a game and saying I've already made up my mind. When you're the one that sees an Instagram post and goes, well, there's my opinion on this before I've even bought it. You know that's what you do. <laughs> that's absolutely bollocks. Who am I possibly reading on do? Instagram that's like, yeah, that's, that's a great opinion on I games. don't know, Matt. They've all got names like Flibbledobble. And you're like, oh, have you <laughs> Look, heard of Flibbledobble on Instagram? I created like, a no. video last week. Let's not slag off Flibbledobble, please. Let me see his content. Oh, oh, have you heard it? But you don't call him Flibbledobble. You call him the Flib or Captain yeah. Flib or something. Oh, because that's what all his fans call him. And I'm going to a book signing of his next week. Flip diddle, so I can do what I want. Um, (laughs) Me and the other dids, you know, his fan base. uh, (laughs) Do whatever we fucking want, David. All right. All right. Sorry, mate. Nick Shrews hey guys listening to the pod since the beginning and I've never reached out before I recently came across a YouTube page that I'm sure you will all appreciate and I think more people in our community should be aware of 
So if you're not really aware of it, the page is called Food for Dogs. The video entitled How I Got Into Gaming and an Old Lady Discovers the Wonder World is pretty incredible. A video is about 70 minutes long, but well worth it. Too an old long, lady, baby. An old lady. <laughs> no, hang on, David. An old lady talks about her mental health and details her journey into gaming. Really interesting stuff, especially for nerds like us. Just thought as we're passing along. Anyway, love the pod. Look forward to it every week. Uh, here's a part why I heap effusive praise on you guys. Sorry, James. Over the past few years, time for podcasts have drastically reduced. At one time, I regularly listened to over a dozen gaming podcasts, Midnight Resistance included, every week. And now it's only you guys and the occasional cane and rinse. Sorry, Dave. I love the chemistry and the way you guys remind me of my own friends group. By the way, I want old asshole David back. The show peaked. Keep it up <laughs> and march it off on the States from Nick's shoes. Cheers, Nick. At least you got it. At least you got it. That's all I care about right now. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, um, Sean, Hello. I, I, I didn't tell you this story. In the week, I suddenly had that Vernon Kay. If you don't know, Vernon Kay <laughs> once presented some Game Awards and opened it by raising his hands to the air and going, I'm so addicted to games. <laughs> in one of the most cringiest thing anything anyone's ever done on stage, right? Yep. And for some reason, it's completely wiped from the internet. Like yeah, the YouTube gone. video, whoever uploaded it to YouTube, that's been taken down. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it on Twitter anywhere. I Googled it. And do you know what was the top and pretty much only article on that quote from Vernon Kay? It was on the Dark Zero website. <laughs> <laughs> sure, and I read wrote it, it and I thought, Sean wrote this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you wrote that. Obvious? I think so. You'll have to read it and let me know. I'll send you the link. <laughs> Is but... it not still have my name on it? Uh, no, I don't think it had a name on it. I only Rude. looked at it briefly. It made me Rude. feel sick. To be fair, but... that's in a lot of cases, if my name isn't on my Dark Zero stuff anymore, that's a relief. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but if anyone can help me find the clip of Vernon Kay coming out at a Games Award and saying, I'm so addicted to games, <laughs> uh, please let me know because I want to find it. Actually, no, uh, there's two bits of uh, feedback for listeners. It's that, and also we need to find David's old uh, performance in a fridge advert. Dave, explain what oh, that yeah. is. Oh, so, we've mentioned this on the show before. Right. I was on an advert for Fridge, the milkshake, it was um, sponsoring Kerry Katona's show, Eliminate, And this would have been years and years and years. Ago. It would have been a long time ago. Um, but yeah, Kerry Katona hosted a show called Eliminate, And they had adverts between, uh, between uh, the show saying, uh, Fridge, sponsors of Eliminate, And I'm on one of those. Like, like quite prominent on one of those. <laughs> if anyone knows how to get older them, I, 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 you know. That's the other thing we need to try and track down. Uh, let me know because we we I'm, I'm, I would watch that again. I'd watch it again, and it'd make another talk so Yeah, I reckon we've got a good hour of content long. for that. It's it's about thirty seconds long, but I'm on it with one of the one one eight one one eight chaps. Oh, <laughs> so, really? Yeah, they went on to be the one one eight guy. So <laughs> the runners. All right, so, before um, they were famous. Nice. Yep, before they were famous. Cool. That uh, is so, it. Yeah, for feedback go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs leave us your feedback on the show or any questions in the week in it james farley it's time for the news it is time for the news there's been a lot of things have happened this week and i thought we should probably start with the activision blizzard stuff because there's just been yeah. so much like i mean i've tried to distill this down um so i thought maybe we could go through basically what happened i mean last week the wall street journal published a report about 
Activision and the CEO, Bobby Kotick. And this contained details about all these sort of activities dealing with the uh, sexual harassment allegations. But then also there were allegations against him as well. And so the report detailed how Kotick in the past has like overruled Activision's HR department um, when they advised uh, firing. Uh, it was Treyarch's co-head, Dan Bunting, who'd been accused of um, sexual assault. Um, sorry, not sexual assault, sorry, sexual harassment. And uh, the report also details all of these other incidents where, um, although Kotick has now said that this is not reflective of the entire company at all. Um, but then also Kotick himself was subject to two specific stories. So apparently in 2006, an assistant of his alleged that he had treated, uh, that he had, uh, sorry, threatened her, threatened to have her killed uh, in a voicemail. And this was then settled out of court. Um, then the next year, he was sued by a flight attendant on a private jet, which he co-owned. And the flight attendant claimed that he uh, threatened to fire her because she complained that the pilot of the flight had sexually harassed her. This was settled out of court with a $200,000 payment. Um, then the Wall Street Journal have also said they received more than 500 reports from current and former employees covering sexual assault, uh, pay disparities and just and bullying as well. And the newspaper says that Kotick knew about these allegations, but then also didn't inform the board uh, that this was going on. So Activision have come out and they said, uh, we are disappointed in the Wall Street Journal's report, which presents an inaccurate and misleading view of Activision Blizzard and our CEO. Instances of sexual misconduct that were brought to his attention were acted upon. Uh, the Wall Street Journal ignores important changes underway to make this the industry's most welcoming and inclusive workplace, and it fails to account for the efforts of thousands of employees uh, who work hard every day to live up to their and our values. The constant desire to be better has always set this company apart, which is why, at Mr. Kotick's direction, we have made significant improvements, including a zero-tolerance policy for inappropriate conduct. And it is why we are moving forward with unwavering focus, speed and resources to continue increasing diversity across our company and industry and to ensure that every employee comes to work feeling valued, safe, respected and inspired. We will not stop until we have the best workplace for our team. So they put out this statement and then also in addition to this, um, Blizzard's former co-leads, um, Jen, is it Jen Owner? Is that the name? Sorry. I'm correct? not sure, actually. Yeah. She, so she was reportedly only offered pay parity with Mike Ibarra after she'd handed in her resignation letter. Um, apparently, Ibarra had requested that she be given like pay parity, but then this was just rejected lots of times until she said she was going to resign. Um, following this, Activision Blizzard then had an all-hands meeting to discuss this uh, this journal report. And according to sources that spoke to its game developer, uh, the website, um, all questions were pre-screened and responses you know, that from the company just reiterated their previous statements. And But they did ask uh, whether the, well, the, you know, the people at the meeting did ask whether the zero tolerance policy also extended to Kotick himself. And the leadership then responded saying they didn't have any evidence of the claims made against him. I mean, aside from the $200,000 and that he yeah, paid before. Yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so... Consequently, after this, more than 1,300 Activision Blizzard staff and contractors have now demanded his resignation. And then also Phil Spencer has said that Xbox are evaluating their relationship with Activision Blizzard. Um, he emailed all the staff to say that Microsoft were deeply troubled while what was going on at Activision Blizzard. Uh, Jim Ryan uh, at PlayStation has also said that uh, Activision Blizzard have not done enough to deal with the issues. And uh, he emailed employees a link to the Wall Street uh, Journal article uh, to read. And he said that Sony had contacted Activision Blizzard but hadn't received a satisfactory response as to what was going on. Meanwhile, Activision's Blizzard's board of directors released a statement 
affirming that they still want to support Kotick. They said, uh, the Activision Blizzard board remains committed to the goal of making Activision Blizzard the most welcoming and inclusive company in the industry. Uh, under Bobby Kotick's leadership, the company is already implementing industry-leading changes, including a zero-tolerance uh, harassment policy, a dedication to achieve... I mean, it goes on. I mean, this, I'm not going to read all of this because it's exactly the same as the previous statement, basically, uh, apart from saying, you know, the goals we have set for ourselves are both critical and ambitious, etc. Um, but then, I mean, it turns out that if... This is... Uh, Stephen Tortillo had, had tweeted saying that, you know, if apparently if Activision Blizzard do remove... Bobby Kotick, then he'd be in line for a $292 million payout. So that may be one of the reasons why the board are not very interested about getting rid of him. Um, in addition to this, um, Girls Who Code have ended their partnership with Activision Blizzard. Uh, they said, our priority has and always will be to stand up for women and other underrepresented groups in tech and ensure they're given the support and stability they need to actively thrive as they pursue a career in computer science. Um, the news about Activision proves that our priorities are fundamentally misaligned. We cannot in good conscience continue to work with a company that is so antithetical to our own values. So it's been, yeah, it's been quite a, a week, really, of continued revelations and just awfulness, uh, really. And well, there's there's a few uh, there's a few comments I'd like to say um, regarding this. The first being that you know there are people out there that will look at Kotick and say, well, nothing's been proven. Um, the, there's no evidence apparently to um, to what he's being accused of, and it's a serious allegation. Um, but what concerns me. And what I would say to counter that is that look at the response we're getting. We're not getting a response saying this has been investigated, he's been suspended, you know, pending an investigation. You know, he's still very much a spokesperson for that company. Um, and that immediately makes me go, hold on, this isn't something light we're talking about here. This isn't, you know, um, I don't know what to compare compare things to really because it sounds insensitive but this is not this is these are serious allegations here and you know i i don't know why the response has been to dismiss or, or defend rather than hey yeah. we want to be this world leading inclusive corporation um this is a problem this needs to be looked at um e even showing some sign of acknowledging the accusations and uh, and suggesting that um, actions are going to be taken, be that internal inquiries, third party inquiries, whatever, you know, that even that you'd be a bit hold on, it shouldn't you go further than that? Mm. But that's they're not even doing that. No, it's they, a complete shutdown. Saying no, it's fine, the shoulders, isn't it? It's, yeah. yeah, it really yeah. is. I mean, I'd imagine that that two hundred ninety-two million pound payout probably has something to do with it. You know the you fact know that I mean that's incredible, isn't it? Like, but uh, how guess do you what? get yourself into a contract where you can do stuff like that and still get a payout from a yeah, job? I don't exactly. get. I don't quite like, understand. Surely, that. yeah, you would think any contract that involves any sort of payout upon your departure is null and void if you, you know, put yourself in a position where you have to be sacked. Surely, mm. but I guess not. Um, I guess not. And uh, you know, I think. It was an important moment when Sony and Microsoft come out and said we're we're reviewing things mm -hmm. and our relationship, um, and I think that is I, I you know uh, some people may see that as cynical, some people may see that as a PR move. I think it is an important thing for them, the platform holders, to come out and say we're not happy about this mm -hmm. and we want to review the situation. I don't think they've done that enough, you know. I I 
I still think whenever these stories come on or come up rightly or wrongly, I still think that Ubisoft still have not addressed yeah, they've done the yeah. situation and, and, and why are Microsoft and Sony not reviewing their relationship with them? Mm-hmm. We were saying What's in the, the week, weren't we? Here? It's because the situation with Ubisoft is that at worst Eve was just ignorant of what was going on, which I still think is horrific. But it's the, it's the way Kotick has been sort of much more personally implicated, isn't it? I think is okay. As, but one 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 form of abuse like this within a co- mm. within a company that you're associating yourself with, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it it does not make it more severe when it's someone higher up. I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. In terms of in ter- in terms of the structure of the company and how that stuff rolls down, then maybe yeah, you could argue that it is. But clearly, there's a problem across the board at Ubisoft as well. Yeah. And they will look at this situation with Activision and Blizzard and think, well, the focus is on them now. Yeah. You know, we, yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah. heard anything from Ubisoft since the latest rounds of accusations and highlighting of the problems that they've got there. Um, so it's, I, you know, I, I see all this stuff coming out um, and I see some positive movement, not only from the platform holders, but also from staff feeling that they are in a position to stand up and speak out about this stuff now, mm-hmm. which is very important. Um, I, it scares me how much, how quick they are to def- dismiss and defend. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like I'm, I'm blown away that that's the approach from a company that claims to be so progressive. It's that, and it's also, I mean, they're probably hoping now that people are going to forget about this, like in, mm-hmm. in the news cycle, as it were, that this will just get... You know, forgot like in the same way that the Ubisoft and, and, and stuff why would they is think like that. that. Well, because why the same because the same thing has happened with Ubisoft stuff. I mean, exactly. We've we've talked about it like repeatedly, and then it still keeps coming up as being well, nothing's actually being done. So they mm. they know that they can just wait. They can just they wait. know because Ubisoft has set the precedent there, yeah. and there was you know that went away. It's not in the news constantly. Mm. Um, so following that same tactic, um, but it's, it's think, not just that. It's I mean just. Politics and stuff like people know that you can say and do horrendous things, and it's things get yeah, forgotten, this, this and other statements come out, and it's just like people move on. So I, I yeah. really kind of think it's also the political landscape that makes you think, "Hang on, we can just not talk about this or brush it on the carpet, and it will just be like yesterday's news or whatever." But yeah. this has been an ongoing thing. It you know started with many many allegations, early allegations about Kotick, and then other allegations of people internally. Now it's really kind of full force on Kotick and even with like the platform holders Sony Microsoft doing stuff which which I think ultimately uh, th- that sends to me like a, a much bigger message to the board uh, board of directors that hang on this isn't just like some people kicking off or some allegations or some websites reporting this this is the actual platform holders the places where you sell the most amount of games you know who are saying hang on we're reviewing stuff so th- that arguably is going to be a bigger bigger alarm bell for Activision Blizzard to actually do something about this than, than anything else but they can also probably just wait it out because ultimately they know they've got some of the world's biggest IPs and biggest games and a majority of their audience aren't going to know or understand you know, aren't going to have heard about this or know about it and so they feel like they can just brush it brush it you know brush it under the carpet yeah, sadly. I mean taking my podcast head podcasting head off taking my uh, sort of trying to step back approach that I do to these things where I try and read as much as I can and try and get a sense of what's going on. I just just want to say, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Out of what... I, like, I love playing video games and I don't want to do that with any 
like guilt. Yeah. Just mm. you know, and I'm not saying all right, I'm I'm saying, hey man, you're ruining my thing. No. <laughs> the, the, what the staff have been through is worse. Like I'm not comparing that at all. But I'm just thinking this is coming out now. Fuck off. Your time's done. Right? Mm-hmm. You I hope I hope those people find justice. I hope that um uh, you get punished for the stuff that you're being accused of doing. Um I I, I just hate hearing these news stories come out time and time again. It's horrible. It makes you feel guilty. It makes you feel sad and and you feel awful for the people that are involved and that are going through this and have gone through this for many years. It's shit. Just fuck off. Stop hanging on to your fucking job. Piss off. Like I that's that's how I really feel when I see this shit. <laughs> yeah, just, the, the no, thing no, for me, like, I, I I truly don't believe that everyone in that company is 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 horrible, and I'm just there's probably no, no, of people. No, no, one's saying yeah, no one's saying no, that. No, there's just, no one's saying obviously that. trying to make every organisation better, but all their efforts are just being. It doesn't kind of. It's just being uh, overshadowed by the fact that you know the, the leader, which has had all his allegations, is still in charge. Ultimately, you need to remove him, and then they can actually start to rebuild and but the make thing is, substantial changes to the business. It's that, and it, but it's the it's clearly the leadership and management structure in all of these companies is just fucked, isn't it? Mm. Like clearly, and it needs to be completely you know replaced or changed. I mean, you've got this in Ubisoft. The, the, yeah, there, you've got there it are in- some there are some major issues here. There are some major issues here across. Various different developers, you know, um, we don't work within an industry. We don't know what this, uh, the life is like in those companies, in each individual studio. Remember, there are various different studios involved in the development of a game. Some studio uh, that's working on might be totally cool and, and you know, uh, progressive and all that stuff. The more these stories come out, the more I just I can't wait for this shit to be fucking turfed out where it belongs and for people to be working on the things we love so much to do so without looking over their shoulder worrying freaking out about talking out you know all of that stuff because it it we need to move on because it's it's just fucking horrible some of the stuff that 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 is going on in these companies it's just awful yeah which is why these horrible CEOs need need to go like they need to be gone in in both cases, like in Activision Blizzard, and I think Ubisoft as well. Like it's clearly not enough has been done there. They need to go. And we I also, just, and we just also need me... the press here, don't we? We also need the press to not move on. Well, yeah. we, all know, we also it's... need the press to keep bringing this up because I haven't seen a news story on on Ubisoft for a while. Where's the update on that? I mean, do you know what I mean? It's the press, but it's also, I mean, it, like you said, the, the platform holders saying something is good, but they need to do something as well. I think. Like you, something yeah, needs to be because yeah. it's yeah. It, it would now be really shit if Phil Spencer was like, "Yeah, we did review our relationship with him, and we decided it's all right." Yeah, <laughs> like, well, it's like really yeah, watch now. That's the <laughs> at the next event. It's like look at this exclusive look at like whatever you know. It's like yeah. it's yeah, that's yeah. the problem. It's yeah, it's yeah. depressing. And it's yeah. what, what I mean. What has been nice um, is you know like we we're saying the sort of. It feels like people have moved on from the Ubisoft stuff, and now now they're on this, and then maybe they'll move on from this onto someone else. But the um, the uh, a better Ubisoft and a better Activision Blizzard campaigns are like, you know, they're they're talking to each other. Like if you look on Twitter, they're yeah, they're very that. much supporting each other, um, which is really nice to see. And obviously, you know, the more stories like this that come out, 
across more organizations more companies that's only just going to grow and those people yeah. are going to continue joining up and organizing together and hopefully eventually getting you know some sort of actual progress um but yeah so ho- hopefully that is like a gathering momentum rather than just moving from one thing to the next you know what i mean see yeah. there needs to be some kind of investigation with this because i just wouldn't mm. trust these people that are in these positions of power to no. to do the right thing because they're no. not going to they're clearly um, not going to yeah. especially when they're still coining it in like in terms of money then they're, they're not going to yeah. change anything it's yeah, yeah. something else this is why it's really good that those organizations are like you know the best ubisoft and best mm. Activision are trying to sort of do something it's good yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's a if you go to a better abk on on twitter the, the, that's the yes. best, that's the uh abk is like activision blizzard king which is the name of the group uh mm. workers alliance so it's uh, worth going over there and following go and support them and seeing what you can do what, what, if you're asking what you can do go and support them follow them read what they've got to say um, you know show they've them both, support um, they've both got petitions you can sign as well yeah which I mean I don't know being a resident of the UK somewhat down you know downhearted about <laughs> how effective petitions can be but in this case I've uh, so I signed the Ubisoft one and I keep meaning to sign the Activision one as well um, and it's just yeah it's just, once again, we're in this position where, you know, you've got an industry-leading organization that could, you know, they, they had the opportunity to hold their hands up and actually do something about it, and they have chosen not to bother, and they are sending them. You know, it's clear that Ubisoft has sent a message that's been received by Activision saying, ah, just wait for it to blow over, mate. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And that's I mean, what creeps me out. The thing with all that is also this zero-tolerance thing as well. Like, they, you know, because oh, yeah. Activision Blizzard came out and they were like, oh, we, we, we've we instituted this zero-tolerance policy, you know, for all of this. And then when it turns out that, you know, the CEO is, is involved, suddenly it's not a zero-tolerance policy. A little policy. bit of tolerance. It's, little yeah. bit of tolerance, yeah. It's just... At the, yeah. At the worst possible place the, <laughs> where it can feed down to everyone else. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's awful. Okay, well... Last week you talked about the GTA Definitive Edition and how it has a lot of problems, but and Rockstar agree, um, and they've now apologised uh, for the technical issues. So they released a statement. Um, they, this is what they said: they said the Grand Theft Auto series and the games that make up this iconic trilogy. Which I don't actually. I'm not going to read this. It's boring. Um, I've, I've got too many quotes this time, and it's just you know what to expect. <laughs> okay, it's, it's pretty yeah, interesting. Mean, it's, pretty, it's worth mentioning, but it is pretty standard. Yeah, it's just it's apology just, stuff, I mean, isn't it? It's... I'll just go to the second part of the quote. It's just the usual rubbish about how they care about their fans and stuff. Uh, we have ongoing plans to address I mean, they the probably technical... do. To be fair, <laughs> not not. <laughs> Okay, that, that is true. They probably do, but you know. Uh, we have ongoing plans to address the technical issues and to improve each game going forward. With each planned update, the games will reach the level of quality that they deserve to be. So patches are coming in the next few days, and Rockstar are also going to add the PC versions of the games to rock, to the Rockstar store. So if you buy the Definitive Edition before June next year, then you also get the classic versions for free. So Yeah, because those are the like ones it. that were removed previously, and they're still obviously being yeah. removed on every other platform. But mm. if you download the Rockstar launcher, you can at least get them back to play in their their previous PC version. Yeah, yeah so the first patch has come out. I haven't actually played them since. I believe the first patch that's out now has toned down the weather. Um, which is <laughs> still one of the worst things of all, uh, worst things I did, I did in that game, and I think they've toned down or done something about some of the AI rendering for some of the some of the. I was going to say yeah, because there's been interesting stuff that yeah people have worked out, hasn't there, about how basically a lot of the sort of visual issues that we've we've seen are down to the fact that they've just automated this in a, in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah, so you've got you've got the donuts one where yes. it had a a nut 
in it, but it was it just looked like it was a, circular. Another it was donut. also rounded yeah. off. The, yeah, because the eyes yeah, gone. Oh, yeah. that's just like a low poly model. It's like no, that was supposed to look like a nut. So it's supposed to look all jagged, like it's. <laughs> yeah, and the same with um, what was it? It said air guitars for like uh, seven. Uh, what was it? One hundred and fifty dollars or whatever. But mm. because the texture was so <laughs> so low res, it converted to AR guitars in <laughs> yeah. the sort of high. Yeah, high uh, res version. Uh, so yeah, problems like that. Yeah, I was, I was I was thrilled to find out that the slowly expanding car thing was actually a bug from the original GTA yeah. Three. That, <laughs> it's that funny because James, you sent. Oh no, was it Matt that you sent the clip, or was he who sent uh, so it? So I I sent you all the picture of the rain during last week's show, and he saw it afterwards. But yeah, the, I think it was Sean that posted the the, oh, clip the expanding of, car thing. Yeah, yeah. which is I am- amazing I anyway. But the fact that. it's an original one is, is even better. The fact that yeah, if you yeah. if you quickly drive left and right in your car, that your car your the vehicle you're in increases in size. That is fantastic. <laughs> I think I remember doing that when I was oh, really? younger. Actually, yeah, I think I do. I'm sure I, I I'm sure we did that to see how big we could get the car because <laughs> it eventually but, um, just falls through the geometry, yeah. doesn't it? Because it's like it just oh, can't it? cope or whatever. Yeah, it's... I don't think we made it that far. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's that's that. Um, also, that that's a terrible way to end a story, isn't it? That's that. Um, <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> so also, Microsoft have added 76 more games to Xbox backwards compatibility, and this is all part of their 30th anniversary Xbox 20th. celebration. Sorry, 20th. Yeah, they did yeah. a cool little show, really, didn't they? I mean, none of the games. I looked down the list and went, not playing any of them. <laughs> what, what about Blood on the Sand, though? If we were always going to play that, mm. and we never got around to it. But now we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't. We never got around to it, did it? I mean, it that's, so that's meant to be genuinely all right, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. think it's one of those games that people over, you know what I mean? But you know, I think people are expecting just like a shitty cash in sort of. Well, obviously, it's 50 cent game. Yeah. But then and people went there and went, okay. oh, it's playable. Yeah. And then that over time <laughs> has evolved to, oh, it's actually really good, man. <laughs> um, uh, maybe I need to play that. Yeah, Song Generations but... is now 60 frames, and uh, everyone's saying it's now playable in the way it's probably supposed to be, day one. <laughs> the, see, because that's the major thing, isn't it? I mean, the backwards compatible, uh, the compatible stuff is great, but when they literally go and improve those games by adding 60 frames or a higher resolution or whatever, that's where the Microsoft stuff comes into it, right? Yeah. It's great. I mean, they've got... So all are going to benefit from auto HDR, and original Xbox games become they get like a 4K increase on the Series X and the One X, a three times on the Series S and two times on the Xbox One, and also FPS boost. Obviously, with most of the games, I think well, lots of them. Are HDR getting... in gaming's gone quiet, isn't it? That that it's was really a big that, thing for about six that, months. Not that big a deal, is it? <laughs> it's really not. I, I mean, I know a lot it, of people you know, saying be, it's just not implemented there'll be, correctly. There'll be people with like three grand tallies going, "What are you talking about? It's amazing!" Yeah, I'm sure it is. But not on not on my not on my four hundred pound high sense. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, has it gone quiet? I mean, it's every all the games yes. have it, so it's just yeah. yeah no, it's it's just no a one talks now, about it? how yeah. good that is. Just yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not HDR. Not really no one's we, in those six months. Everyone was going, it's a game changer. It's a fucking game changer, and now it's just like it's a little code on a box that says yeah, it's I think HDR. Used to it now. That's why they're not talking about every time. Uh, I think people are a little bit. I mean, the reports that I've read is that HDR and gaming is actually not that great. Mm. But um, is that, I mean, is that just you making wrong. yourself feel better, though, because you don't yeah, have an exactly HDR TV? Because your TV doesn't have HDR. No, it's the, it, literally <laughs> it's articles that I've read that a lot of developers get it no, wrong. Name them, Dave. I mean, can, sh- you, can you name them? Tell me the articles. What what their names? Rockstar. <laughs> 
well, yeah, <laughs> Christ. I mean, I was going to say, I, I, this is definitely not just me also agreeing with Dave because I've proven that I can't tell the fucking difference. But yeah, I'm just looking at the list. Fucking Advent Rising is on here. Did any of you play Advent Rising? No, no what's that? It was. It's this game that came out, like if it had come out before Halo, right, everyone would have lost their fucking minds. <laughs> because it, it was very clearly it was very it was built on like oh you know it's these quite open levels and you can get in vehicles and stuff but it was just a little bit too late um but i just remember there's like there's a couple of big choices in the story and it basically just boils down to like what order your friends die in like it's not like you know you sort you make one decision oh man like if i make this decision here like it's either my brother or my girlfriend's gonna die and like, and then you sort of live with that for about half an hour, and then the other one dies as well. Anyway, spoilers. Um, and I just remember thinking, like, this, what is going on? And they're like really, like, quite dramatic deaths as well. But it's just like, right, well, that, that choice was completely meaningless. Then maybe I'll stream it. That'd be funny. <laughs> uh, I wonder how much it is on that. the store. It's probably like twenty quid or something. Um, I mean, <laughs> by, the binary domain—that's a big one um, for a lot of people. I mean, I've got was it. it Times bit as two. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. I, I, you know, I need to go back and see if you can change the controls well enough to actually work like a normal for first-person shooter now. Because remember, yeah, Goldeneye controls, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have... Is there as well? It's there's a bunch. Uh, Skate, yeah, Skate bunch Two is on games. there, but did you see the the cheeky follow-up? Yeah, they're shutting yeah, down didn't the they servers. Shut the server down. Yeah, yeah. like a week uh, later, the servers are off. <laughs> But then also, they've said that this is the last, this is the absolute last update there's going to be for backwards compatibility. This is what oh, Phil they? Spencer has said. Yeah, they said there's no more now. Yes. The, the reason yeah, for this, enough. there's there's two reasons for this apparently. One reason is because of licensing issues. Up. So mm. there's a whole bunch of, <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's lots of games where there's like licensing problems with like music and stuff like that. So like Jet Set right. Radio like, was one of those, like where Course, they yeah, can't yeah. get it on there because of that. And the other reason is just technical. There are some games where it's apparently it's just really just not possible uh, to get it running properly. So, Or yeah. in the case of the Armoured Core series, I'm the only one that cares. So that's why they're still it's just <laughs> yeah. not going to do it. <laughs> Max Payne yeah. 3 wasn't backwards compatible. That's yeah. an interesting one. None of them were till now. Yeah, that's, that's pretty mad. Because Max Payne 3 was a big title, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, the yeah. Um, the okay. Fear series as well. Hasn't that like quietly been quite big for the as long as it lasted? I thought so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they, yeah, yeah. they've all been added. There's a few interesting ones on there. Yeah. I would like to try Time Splitters 2 again for sure, mm. just to see if I can make it work. Because it was quite extensive with what you could do with the controller changing the settings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just seen okay. Red Dead Revolver. I know this is us just reading out names of games now, but uh, Red Dead Revolver's on there. I wonder how many people will be like, "Oh man, a Red Dead game I've not played. I wonder what it's like." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, played that. I mean, it's, it's it was fun. all right. Yeah, it was no, it's all right. I just yeah. can imagine people expecting very a, different an open yeah. world yeah. thing and just be like, ah. <laughs> James, I just seen Bankshot Billiards Two's on there. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, that, that was a very good game. That was that was quality. That was. I mean, it was the only game we played for the well, first yeah, six months. Obviously, of the Xbox 360 <laughs> coming out, <laughs> but it was great fun. It was very good. It was good fun. Mm. Right. Okay. Um, so, following this, also Phil Spencer has now also called for the industry to work on illegal emulation. Uh, he said, "My hope." <laughs> what? It sounded <laughs> a bit like you said illegal. Then, James, can we just be clear? Sorry. Legal emulation. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. You definitely said illegal yeah, emulation. I thought Phil Spencer. 
Elizabeth's drunk at this event. <laughs> Come on, let's fucking pirate it. the lot of it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Torrent uh, Halo. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> when we say play anywhere, we mean just fucking do what you fucking want. Come on. <laughs> So he yeah. said. He said, "My hope, and I think I have to present it that way as of now, is an industry. Is as an industry, we'd work on legal, sorry, legal emulation that allowed modern <laughs> hardware to run any within reason, older executable allowing someone to play any game. So yeah, he's basically. So I mean, of course he's going to say this because Xbox are in a fantastic position to do this at the moment, <laughs> and it's like you know, bigging it up the fact yeah. that they are doing this. But it is good though. I mean it's, it's it is yeah, it's yeah. like really good to see someone of his position acknowledging this because you know like we've said like you know any piracy debate like can ultimately come down to the fact that it's like piracy is the only way a lot of things get preserved and remain playable to this day. Mm. Um and that shouldn't have to be the case. Like <laughs> um see- that was also one of the coolest things, wasn't it, that he did when he first came in? Like, do you remember mm. during the Matrix era, there was that whole thing of like, there's no backs compatibility, <laughs> it doesn't work, it's impossible, <laughs> yeah. it's absolutely impossible. Buy a 360, you mug. That's yeah, right, like, yeah, for those people, we have the Xbox 360, that was the, the Matrix, right, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he was, yeah, yeah, yeah they were the like, it's impossible, way. you can't emulate a 360 on Xbox One, it's impossible. And then Phil Spencer came in, and it was one of the first things they did, was like, yeah, suddenly yeah. it was I'll like tell doing you what, that. Phil Spencer is doing all right, isn't he? He really is. Between this, this the you know the Activision stuff he's called out you know a lot of the sort of cynical exploitative stuff around like NFTs yeah yeah which is really he interesting he just he's, come he's, out and just went fuck NFTs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was drunk no, he definitely knows what to say he's he's very good at all this stuff you know yeah, I, so, don't, you know. I still don't get the whole NFT thing I don't think I anyone mean, does can, it's just a lot of rubbish because yeah. <laughs> Matt's probably we'll Matt probably know. got a hold of, Matt no, I don't have one yet. I, I want to get one just to see what the process is like. Oh. Also got you want to get one just to see what the process is like. Yeah, because I want Here's the process, see- Matt. You lose money and get a shitty little pixel art. <laughs> That's the process, oh, isn't I, it? I still want to see what the process is, yeah. Can you just create one? Yeah, I think so. Well, it, it costs money to create one. How much? I, I can't remember. But Dave, we're not doing it. We're not creating an AFT. No, I want to create one to sell to you. <laughs> Just to see what the process is like, Matt. Go on then. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll look into it this week and I'll, I'll create, I'll t- draw shit. I'm, I'm going to make it so shit. <laughs> and I'm going to sell you my NFT. But I mean, well, yeah, I think... Spencer's statement. I can't, I can't remember <laughs> it, you know, word for word or anything, but it was just, it was interesting because it wasn't, you know, ah, fuck NFTs. It was just... It seems quite clear that a lot of the ways that games companies are looking at using them is not really going to make any players' lives better. Basically, Absolutely it's not. Yeah, which it's, is yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Would you like to hear a bit more about Quantic Dream Star Wars game? Hell yes, absolutely. It's it's they've acknowledged it now, right? No, it's not officially been announced. No, it's still rumours. I yeah. thought it was. Is this not I Fantasy thought, Zone? Okay. Entry. No, 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 no. I've got something else for the Fantasy Zone. Don't you okay. worry about that. Okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, are we allowing the Fantasy Zone to continue? Because Rockstar haven't announced something new in the past two weeks. Yeah, but it's a rumour, isn't it? I can't be, you know, I can't be held responsible if it doesn't happen. Can I, can I ask, is the new Fantasy Zone thing another Jeff Grubb statement? 
It's not, no. Okay, all right. Okay, my, my, all right. Let's go. Let's, no, let's, sure, let's sure, sure. Jeff yeah. Grubb is too legitimate for the fantasy zone. I'm, I'm looking further <laughs> afield than that, you know, for this stuff. <laughs> Sean Bell's so good, they named him thrice, apparently, <laughs> according to James. Go on, let's get back on track. So anyway, the game apparently is called Star Wars Eclipse, and it's going to be set during the High Republic <laughs> era, uh, which is okay. 200 years before the Skywalker saga uh, happened Mm -hmm. and apparently they said that they're going to show something of it before the end of 2021 so obviously the speculation is that will mean that's going to be at the game awards then yeah, that's that's. Right. They're probably going to show a trailer. I'm looking forward to that. But oh, I cannot also, wait. I cannot wait for this. I do find it so funny that people are going, "Oh, David Cage writing a Star Wars game," <laughs> when those that original original trilogy exists. And <laughs> James, you've done it yourself. No, no, no. That's different. That's different. No, no it's not different, Dave, is it? There's... there's three terribly written movies. Go on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not defending the original trilogy, but also David Cage's work is mostly as bad it's on the same level i would say as the original okay, trilogy yeah so you're getting another original trilogy film eat it up james eat it i, know, I can't Finish wait for food. it i absolutely eat cannot it. wait i think it's going to be brilliant it. <laughs> it's gonna be brilliant <laughs> i can't wait to see what it looks like yeah. i can't wait to see the emotion i just can't wait to see how awkward it's gonna be so is this gonna be james just quickly so uh juno eclipse who was she was she the one from the fuck what was she in i can't remember she was a defected imperial pilot wasn't she who joined the rebellion i think but obviously that's the wrong era so i was wondering if maybe the yeah the subtitle in this you know calling it eclipse was going to be a reference to her but then it's star wars so it's probably like a fucking great granddad's the main character probably something something like that yeah it's all about fucking lineages isn't uh, it i'm close i'm not there yet but i am close to laying a bet down Uh-oh. that a Yoda style character will cry in that game. <laughs> cry. Like, I mean, I, I think in terms of bets, it could just be Yoda. Th- yeah, it could just be Yoda, but yeah, I think Yoda maybe style. they said, maybe the people over at Disney went, no, you're not having Yoda. <laughs> you can have a Yoda You can have like species. Yattle or something like that. You know, it'd be can we have Baby different. Yoda? You can't have Baby Yoda either. I can just imagine Dave <laughs> Filoni just being like, look, if you're getting, you can have. David Cage, but he's not writing dialogue for fucking Yoda, right? <laughs> <laughs> Leave off. Yeah, best I can do is baby, baby Jar Jar. Best I can do. But Emotional, I am. It's not just that. I just, I just can't wait to see what what the what the game is going to be a metaphor for. That, that's what I'm most looking forward to. <laughs> it's so real it's life going social it. struggle is going to appropriate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's definitely the right era. I think, to set a new Star Wars thing in because it's kind of, you know, like the Knights of the Old Republic stuff is like, what, 3,000 years before yeah. the films, um, which is just so far back that it's just ludicrous. Um, like, why why is everything basically the same technology-wise when it's, you know? Um, whereas, yeah, that, that sort of 200 years prior is like, we know that was a time of, you know, relative stability. It's close enough to the stuff we know that it kind of makes sense that it's, you know, similar. But also it's a time where you can just be like, yeah, here's, I don't know, like you, you're a Jedi solving crimes or whatever. Cool, fine. <laughs> like that that would basically work because this was a time where, you know, the Jedi were basically the police. Um, so that'd be really <laughs> How smart. How long but- before there's a bit of official Star Wars media where it's set in the 80s and someone finds a lightsaber like in their garden or something? It's going to happen, right? <laughs> Do you reckon? Well, it's going to happen yeah, at some point. Technically, yeah, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. 
Wife. Yeah, and a meteor comes down, and then the kid rides out in his bike, yeah. listening to his Walkman. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, oh, God, do I think they're just, they're, yeah, do you think they'll retcon the ladder scene where Luke Skywalker one day is holding his lightsaber and he just goes, like, I want to see how high and far I can throw this. <laughs> and he just goes <laughs> yeah. into space. And then, yeah, yeah 5,000 years later. In summer's garden. Yeah. A Sith cup. <laughs> Um, like, <laughs> I, I, I was having a chat with someone in the office uh, this week and uh, we were talking about the Walkman, oh, yeah. right? And it was all the older people like in the Walkman and going, oh, yeah, yeah, do you remember when you got your first Walkman? Yeah, oh, and we were chatting about it, like reminiscing. Mm-hmm. And then one of the people in the office went, yeah, I had one of those. It was really annoying because it just kept skipping and it scratched all my CDs. Oh, man. And we went... No, 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 no! Not the CD. So you're you're, you're, you're talking like, Discman. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're talking Discman. <laughs> <laughs> also, no, we had cassette tapes, and they were like, "Oh Jesus, I ain't that old." And I was like, "Oh <laughs> fucking hell, I'm working with you. Like, that's how bad I'm getting." I report the to age you. thing's starting to creep up. Yeah, you're an idiot. I can't believe you thought we were talking about CDs. And yes, my work will be on your desk by Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Battlefield 2042 is now one of Steam's worst reviewed games of all time. Um, So according to Eurogamer, of the 31,000 reviews currently on Valve storefront, the majority for it are mostly negative. And yeah, they... Basically, nobody's giving it a positive one. Apparently, this is largely because there's loads of bugs and server issues and making the game like, pretty I mean, much I was going to say, I'm, I'm not saying the complaints aren't legitimate, but I, I, yep. feel, I feel like this, like every Battlefield game, or just, you know, it's just like an arms race. Every time something comes out and is like a bit controversial, yeah. everyone's like, yeah, let's see if we can get one of these news stories again. Let's see if we can all just bomb the shit out of it on Steam or Metacritic or, or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Totally I do that, I do think that. Has this got any place in the news? Like, oh, oh, Steam, the Steam reviews. Yeah. Oh, what, just random people on the internet not liking something, are they? Yeah. All right, that's news now, is it? I, just, well, I feel you, like this you, is... You approved you know me adding it, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, I, did, I didn't actually. Not at all having to go at you. I just think it's interesting that it's 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 a story, but is it a story about the game or just gamers being weird on the internet? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's probably it's the bit, latter. It's a bit it? of both. Uh, like, yeah. I've heard that it's buggy yes. and it's yeah, every battlefield's buggy when it comes out. Apparently this is it's quite buggy. I've not played it. Has it been I mean I it's been every it's like. since, no since since what? Battlefield three this has been a thing. Or was three alright on launch? I can't remember. No, three was pretty rough at launch. Okay. Uh yeah. four was even worse. Four was terrible yep. at launch. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, Battlefield 2042 is uh, sounds like it's got some problems. And it sounds like users are not interested. User reviews, man, they, 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 they really, I know how stupid they are. Yet when I'm buying something off Amazon, I still look at it and go, oh no, look at this. No, they said it broke within two, two days of getting it. So I'll find another product. Are, are you not like that? You're not looking yeah, at Amazon The trouble reviews. is, is the oh, Amazon yeah. reviews are like it now begins to feel like largely pointless because like you look yep. at them and you can always find like whatever it is you can find like negative reviews of yep. anything and then yep. it just puts you off yep. buying anything ever i am um, i was yep. looking at reviews oh, this is sorry this is well off track now but uh new wants one of those you know the the nail lamps for doing your own nail gel just one of those for yep. christmas and i was having there's one on asos and i was having a look at the reviews and i was like oh that reviews are like mostly positive oh shit there's a couple of one star ones here and it, and it was like 
mine turned up and it was broken. And they're sending me another one. But what if that's broken too? And it's like, <laughs> you can't. It's broken that's though? No it's a genuine concern. Like, There's no need to call them that. <laughs> and if, what if it is genuinely, uh, that's an issue, Sean. Stop. Don't have a go at the consumer, well, no. yeah, mate. Yeah, of course it's an issue. That's why the shop have instantly replaced it. <laughs> and now they're reviewing it based on this yeah. unknown second it's fucking Schrodinger's <laughs> nail lamp. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you sort of read it. And you, like I say, at a glance, you're like, oh, shit, well, hang on. Someone's slagged it off here. And it's like, oh, no, the complaint is com- uh, completely illegitimate. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as someone um, who deals with user reviews every single day. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, That's fun. You know, popular virtual reality stores. Yeah, the... the uh, some of the comments we get saying, well, I've, I've given it one star because this didn't happen. Like, well, get, 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 please get in contact. And I'm like, oh, no, I, oh, no, so I didn't actually didn't click the thing that it's telling me to do. I'll change my review now. Or mostly they don't. because. You know, they- Are you using podcast space to try and defend the bad reviews you're getting for your game, man? <laughs> no, definitely not. Is that where we're at? We're actually at 4.5 out of 5, almost 500 reviews, so uh, I'm not Yeah, and basically, all the people slagging our game off, I DM them. <laughs> and they... I mean, to be fair, you do see, yeah, you see those reviews that are like, if it wasn't for this one issue, I'd be giving it four stars, but I'm giving it a one because there was a bit of screen tearing, whatever, and then they always say, like, <laughs> yeah. if there is an update that fixes this, I'll change my review. And it's, Will you fuck? Don't lie. Matt, what you've done there... <laughs> Is you've gone, oh, uh, yeah, we got all these bad reviews, but when I DM them, they say, oh, no, it was my fault. Is there, it, have you got proof of that, Matt? Have you got proof of it? All I care is that they're changing reviews, David. <laughs> it's all on the store, surely. We can, this is all available. Do you think Matt's just threatening people who leave bad reviews? <laughs> that's I happening. think that's where we're going, yeah. <laughs> should, should we move I on? That's I, where I, I wouldn't call it a threat, Sean. Just asking them to Let's move on. explain themselves. Legally. It's, like, it's, it's a promise. Um, anyway. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so, some better news. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 has crossed 10 million players and is the Ooh. largest Xbox game launch ever. Um, so, this was less than 10 days after it came out. It had over 10 million players, which is obviously I mean, that's a big nuts, deal. It? It that's yeah. a lot of people. Because like, you forget Play, that, like... Driving around. You know, racing games, and particularly, at, you know, the arcade end... Um, have not been huge for a long time. Like, there's not been that many. Like, Horizon's pretty much the, been the only one. You know, obviously Mario Kart and and um and what have you. But like, like, do you remember when? Fuck, what was the one that came out that was like Mario Kart but realistic? Shit, what was it called? Mario Kart what? The one that was it was ah oh, fuck me. Oh, this is going to annoy me now. Um, Go on. It was it was a driving game, but it was like it was realistic, real cars and stuff, but with like power ups and items and stuff, and it was really fucking good. Oh, blur, blur, that's the one, yeah. And I remember, and, yeah, and, and, and I remember, Studios, was that? Yeah, that's right. And I remember even at the time, everyone was just like, "This is so good, and it's gonna die." Like, yeah. And then, there yeah. Was... I, I mean, that's what's always irritated me. Yeah, is that we we also had um, uh, Onrush, which yes. was genuinely brilliant, and people were going, "Oh, I wish I could." This is the problem, right? You've got people that love arcade games, but but that community, they love the old arcade games. So when the new ones come out, they play them and go, this isn't exactly what I have in my head. And then they get angry at it. This hasn't got the one specific thing that I loved about those games. They get angry at it. Mm -hmm. And there was that worry. And I think there is still that worry there that that genre is dead, right? Because as much as... um, Forza Horizon fills that hole for arcade racers. 
it doesn't it's not a proper arcade racer is it it's not a daytona it's not a you know uh, it's, not, it's, not hot, it's not hot wheels unleashed it's not hot wheels unleashed yeah it's not like you choose it's not like you choose a course and then just like run it you know and stuff like that it's no, it's quite different but but this is the thing is that that you know i want this i want this and then it someone tries it and it's like it's not right mm. <laughs> you know and um i think the beauty of game pass and it's something we've spoken about a lot is that I think there's a lot of people who are going, I'm not paying £50 for Forza Horizon, yeah. you know. And when it's offered to them as part of their subscription, they're like, oh, I'll try that for sure. And, of course, there will be people that go try it and go, nah, actually, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to play this. But the people that go, I'll give it a go and fall in love with it, they're the ones they're going for, you know. They're, they'll pick up more players by doing that. Mm-hmm. by taking away that barrier of paying for a full price game and you know that, that i've seen arguments that it's too similar to the last one and i get that like i i do understand it. it is very similar to the last one but there's a lot of people that wouldn't have played the last one because of that barrier of playing paying for a full price game yeah and i think that's why these numbers are so high it's the sort of game that's like i'll give it a go and it's certainly going to show you what your Xbox can do in terms of visuals. Uh, I think so, it's kind of a yeah. perfect storm, though, because it's like, uh, I'll mm. give it a go. I heard the others were good. Uh, it, it looks fantastic, and it's reviewed incredibly well. Yeah, yeah. So and it's and obviously, there's not been well. a huge amount of games launching on Game well, Pass that, yeah. like that. Yeah. So, so that helps. Plus, it's also available on the older consoles. It runs on an original Xbox One. I don't mm-hmm. know how but it <laughs> runs on an original Xbox One. Have you seen um, footage of it on the original Xbox One? I've seen like the Digital Foundry stuff, and it looks okay. It looks all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd like to see it on a big TV, actually playing it, because I bet it's. Oh, well, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And obviously, obviously, it's it's thirty frames as well. But it's I just yeah, I was really surprised how um, nice Yeah, I mean, uh, fantastic news. Yeah. I, I, I'm absolutely fascinated to see if Halo beats it. Well, um, this is also some more good news for Microsoft with this because Halo Infinite had more than 270,000 uh, concurrent players on on Steam like yesterday. Like this was a so few days Steam ago. Steam alone, so that's yeah. only including PC players. Exactly. Okay. I mean, we don't know obviously what the Xbox well, numbers are, but they must be huge. I was going to say, well. yeah. So it's it's not just only PC players; it's only Steam users. Mm-hmm. So this is people oh, who, right. for whatever reason, have chosen to just download it for free on because obviously this is free to play. This isn't you know you don't need Game Pass for this, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You can play it on Steam as opposed to getting it via the Xbox app. So this is a, a niche within a niche. And it still hit two hundred seventy thousand. That's pretty yeah, good. It nuts, was the yeah. it was like the fourth like largest peak of like behind. I think it's behind like Counter Strike, Dota Two, and oh, PUBG, wow. which is I mean that's a big achievement here to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then also some not so good news is that Halo Infinite's co-op campaign is coming later than expected. Um, apparently, it's now going to arrive in May twenty twenty two at the earliest. Uh, I'm gutted about this. I'm especially annoyed that they've done the thing of saying, oh, no, we've extended the current season. No, you haven't. You've delayed the next one. That's different. It's not, <laughs> don't act like you, I don't know, like giving us something extra in the current thing. You've just put off the next thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too bummed out about it. I was always mm-hmm. going to play it in the campaign on my own uh, the first time around. Yeah, um, it's true. I, I, it sucks a bit. I think it's a big part of Halo for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think it, it does suck that it's delayed. 
But See, it's, 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 it does for me because it's like I I will play the single player definitely like on mine probably first, but then the way that I would play Halo in multiplayer would be through co-op because I'm not really interested in playing it in competitive because I just don't know. Yeah. I'm just not interested in it that much. But you're and, still getting that eventually. Yeah, I know, but it's just a long way down the line, isn't it? Which is a shame. Yeah, it's a long way down the line, but you'll and, play for it. Yeah, yeah I definitely. I suppose it'll be weird as well with the, obviously, the you know, the episodes of the campaign being sort of staggered out as well. So it's not like... You know, it's not like, you know, come May next year, we'll all be like, well, we've all finished it, what's the point? Because there will still be more campaign to come, I guess. Um, so it might be fun oh, to, like... they doing that? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think all we're getting is, like, the first bit of the campaign, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we're not but... getting the whole thing, I don't think, at yeah. launch. Or oh, are we? right, okay. So, what, um, what, I can't remember. Hang on. No, no. What? Are we getting the whole campaign? I can't remember, because I, with, there, was I always we this, there was always this idea that it was going to be, like, not episodic, but they were going to do it in, like, chunks. But then that's I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, how's that different? Whoa, whoa! <laughs> the episode. I fuck. I hope I. I what, fuck. Hang on. We need to check this now. Because <laughs> I'm a clip match. Just this shouting, is serious. I fuck. This <laughs> no. This can't be happening. No. I, I need to find out. That was the they... impression I I had. Um, no, I thought what the whole campaign you thought, was Sean out. James. Just to clarify, you thought like the uh, the releasing the whole single player campaign in episodes. No, no, yes. not in episodes. I thought Look, that, what they were going to do. Matt, you, the wording of that question was outrageous there, Matt. <laughs> you need to dial that back. The whole of their campaign as episodes. Right. Matt, yeah, Sean and James are saying that the game, the campaign is being released in chunks over time. Yeah. Which James, for some reason, doesn't think is episodic. No, no. It, when, when, I, no when I think episodic, I think of something which is coming out like every like once a month or whatever, and you get two hours of gameplay, and then it's the next one. I'm talking. This is like a much more substantial. This is like you know a third of the game here, then another third of the game later. You know that kind of thing, which I know sounds like episodic, but it, it just in my mind I it doesn't sound the same. The impression that was the <laughs> thing, but I hope that's wrong. I'm sure we've talked about it on the show. Why? Why are you so? Why are you so outraged? Because I want to play all the fucking single-player campaign. That's why. I don't want to play, like, three hours and have to, you know, fanny around waiting for another few months. I want a whole thing now. <laughs> I want to finish the fight, <laughs> Matt. This is... Oh, don't play it until it's all out This then. is a life ruiner, if, if, that, if that's actually what's happening. A life ruiner? Yes, <laughs> David. I want to play Halo. Okay. Oh, uh, I... I think it is bad. I think, I, I think if it does come out like that, that is... That's rough. I don't think it. Mm. I'd prefer it all to come out. I don't know. I think maybe maybe we're wrong, Sean. I think maybe they may have said not. I think that there is a full campaign, but then all right, maybe there'll be more stuff later. I don't know. It's it's not clear. It's really not clear. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, news guy, for getting me worried <laughs> for no reason. I hope. <laughs> How many news shows do you get where the presenter, the newsreader, sort of changes his mind about the news halfway through the story? Here's the headline. Uh, is there anything oh, else in the news? Actually, is it? I fa- I'm fairly sure that it's, this is what's happening now, but just check somewhere else. <laughs> check out TV. It's definitely not episodic, but they are breaking it down into smaller portions <laughs> and releasing them over a period of time. I know it doesn't make any sense. I know I don't care. Oh, who cares? Oh, but there are three of them. So that's not episodic in my mind. Oh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Don't care. Go on, right. <laughs> Is there any more news? James? No, but I've I've got a fantasy zone. Right, hang on. Sorry, before we do that. Right, hang on. I'm sorry. I'm look. I'm, I've been googling this since we started talking about it. Oh so, god. 
So in August, an analyst predicted that Halo Infinite would have an episodic campaign, but then Brilliant. there's also when right. when's this from? Sounds Sorry, there's a new story on Destructoid. Is it on I love Japanese games. I love Japanese games. <laughs> uh, Favorite blog. Okay, so this is from a year ago. Where it says Microsoft almost resorted to an episodic release model for Halo. Right. Infinite. Okay. Fucking yeah. outrageous. Okay, fine. You've confused everyone here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just to confirm, not episodic. All coming out. I'm December. gonna. I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text someone. <laughs> just to confirm. I'll let what, you know. Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> hey Phil, laughing emoji. <laughs> yeah. like you today, Infinite episode up. or no? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and then no. Phil Spencer replies, "No, not episodic, but we are releasing <laughs> in, in chunks, chunks yeah. over <laughs> a period of time." <laughs> right. Okay. Um, oh, I watched Squid Game Chunk Free the other day. Did I tell you? <laughs> it was a good chunk, that one. Good old chunk. Uh, right, let's get into Farley's Fantasy Zone. Guys, Sean, look up. Look up in the sky. Can you see that unicorn? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, look. It's, it's so beautiful and magical. Look, is that Snoop Dogg? <laughs> it is. <laughs> We're in the fantasy zone. Wow! Make look, a wish, all Dave. All the wonders of the universe in one little area, buzzing over a doctor. Not a real doctor. Not a medical <laughs> doctor. But a doctor, James Farley. What's going on in um, the fantasy zone, boy? It's a bit of Game Pass news, potentially. Ooh. Um, that oh, could yeah. be oh they're closing oh, yeah. it down, are they? This is this yeah. could this could be something like huge that could be coming to Game Forget Pass. It. They're like, hang yeah. on, this isn't making money at all. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> something Rumor huge. Rumor is they've realised it's all bollocks and they're going to yeah, stop I hear, doing it. I hear, I hear all this right now is actually fodder bullshit. Close it down. <laughs> there's a new, there's a big game coming to Game Pass. Okay, what could it be? Okay, how would you like to be playing? Cyberpunk 2077 on Game Pass. That makes sense, I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, to answer the question, is this going to be the finished version or is this going <laughs> to... Yeah, is it going to work? Sorry, yeah. That's the question I've got. Mm. Does it well, work? Imagine yes, if that was the no, twist. That's maybe. why they've delayed the, the next-gen version for so long because it's only coming to Game Pass. Well, look, look, right. If we're breaking this down, The Witcher 3 has been on Game Pass, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Has it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so has, yeah. there's a relationship there. It makes sense for the launch of the next-gen version, but then this is very early to be considering this because the next-gen version's not coming out until, what, holiday season 2022? <laughs> Maybe they'll just release the broken version on there as, like, just, just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think this makes sense because no one's buying it now, are they? It, it, it does Can now seem it, like still? it's been too long to expect... Even when the next gen version comes out, say it fixes all the problems, yeah, um, or the technical ones at least. Like it, it now seems too much to expect people to be like, "Yeah, fine, I'm gonna buy Cyberpunk again." Like it's been too long. There's enough of a stink around it, and as I say, it's not just the technical stuff. Like you know, people have picked it apart for a number of other reasons. Do you know what I mean? That that shine has completely come off now. I still want to play it. Maybe like, they've I do. Delayed I still it. want to sit mm. down and play it. Mm. Yeah, I reckon they've delayed it right to time. throw in loads of microtransactions in it. 
<laughs> like if it's going Game Pass, we need loads of things where people can put money into it and pay for it. No, they don't. Maybe, maybe they'll Just change the, it so the, the story is released in chunks, like over time on Game Pass. <laughs> oh yeah, like Halo Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think they do episodic games on Game Pass. Look, um, James, where have you heard this rumor? Well, do you want, do you want to know? Where this comes from? I mean, I'm not. I'm not revealing my sources. That's why. I, that's it's literally. Like, I'm, I just I'm not asked. revealing the source, but I can tell you the theory <laughs> as to why they think it's like it's not Jeff Grubb. Uh, why are you? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so, Xbox released a video to highlight the game streaming option for Game Pass Ultimate recently. That's yeah, what's coming to consoles and stuff. Mm. Halfway into the video, there's a brief clip where there's a shot of a player shooting a revolver at some robots. In, in like a first person shooter. This appears to be from Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Because what? the revolver Ooh. in the gun is the same as one of the ones that's in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Well that's that's ironclad, isn't it? That's locked in. I'd say this, right? <clears throat> nerds nerds are incredible. <laughs> right. Guilty. It should have either been footage from it should have either been footage from Cyberpunk or not. What are we saying? Yeah, why is would this... they why would they why is this so coy about it? Because it's it's a cropped shot of a revolver being shot at some robots. Yeah, but if it's just a real life revolver, <laughs> oh, you are a rapper, James. Say that again <laughs> to a beat. It's a cropped <laughs> shot of a player shooting a revolver at some robots. <laughs> that's no, not no, what no. you said. Well, that's, that's not what you said. What did I say? I don't remember. Yeah. Crop shot of a revolver being shot. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the name of James Farley's rap album. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to rhyme a word with itself, are you? That's cheating. John Denton is reacting to that shit right now. <laughs> Put that baseball cap on backwards, John. Here we go. <laughs> Put those sunglasses on, mate. Um, yeah, okay. I, I I think that that is plausible. Yeah, I think that makes it makes sense. Total sense. Um, okay, uh, here's my question though. <laughs> no, I just no, I just had a laughing stroke, coughing fit where I nearly passed out. From oh, for Christ's sake! Which was horrible. <laughs> Try not to die. Dave. I knocked my okay. I knocked my microphone across the off the stand. <laughs> oh my god! You, Look, you, you really survived okay. the milk. Don't let this um, bring you down. So I think <laughs> if they do that, it it won't even when the next gen version comes out, that'll be a paid upgrade and and or just not the version. I don't think. Mm. Were just to come out on Game Pass in the next month or two or whenever, I don't think then we'll automatically get a free next gen upgrade. I think that'll be a separate purchase. But surely that's too big a risk that everyone will load it up and be like, oh yeah, it looks, you know, runs like shit. It's and broken. Bugs. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. Well, no, It'll no, be no, the full thing. I, this could be like a Christmas thing, and we know we're like a year away from the next gen version. Yeah, nah. but what a horrible Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas is a broken game. <laughs> <laughs> They've said all along that the next gen upgrade is free. I think that's something the CDPR have, have, like, have to stick to. If yeah, nothing yeah, else. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's it. Oh, right, back in the yeah. land of facts now. Well, <laughs> never. Because <laughs> I, I, I can confirm from an unnamed source that, yeah, no, the, the, the Halo Infinite campaign is one thing. It's not coming out yes! in episodes. Was it, was it Jeff Grubb? It wasn't Jeff Grubb. It was Jeff Grubb, wasn't it? Well, I, I'm glad because I was really worried. Even if, for a even second, if he but... was a contact, I wouldn't ask him for any info. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get on to what you've been can, playing. Can I, just, week, I should just say, now I don't know Jeff Grubb. He's probably lovely. I just feel like he, he's in a lot of stories <laughs> where it's like, oh. Reports say this is happening, and then it's just like, oh, it's Jeff Grubb on a podcast. Well, that's not a report. That's not a <laughs> kind of report. Okay. Sort of. 
Mm-hmm. Let's get to the biggest release of this week because this follows on from your Halo stories. Um, they also announced uh, Xbox also announced that their twentieth anniversary. Yeah, twentieth, twentieth. Yeah, I said thirtieth earlier. Uh, thank God for that. Yeah, you did say thirtieth earlier. Yeah. We are getting so many emails, <laughs> um, Matt, Matt <laughs> and follow up emails saying, "All oh, right, okay, thanks, Matt." Um, so they announced that they were really well. This was interesting because we spoke about this as a rumor last week mm. that they were going to announce. Halo Infinite multiplayer was coming out on Monday because Julius was it Julius Pringles said, Julius said Pringles. it was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I said, why? Why would they do this? The way they presented it, then maybe go. Oh, of course, they're doing it like this. Mm. So they announced that it was a Halo beta, but it included everything, and that kind of makes sense to me because what they don't want is to release Halo on launch day and for the servers to absolutely shit the bed, which is what would have happened. This is a slower way of building up to, you know, releasing the game, right? And it mm-hmm. makes it, it makes perfect sense. It's free to play anyway. Um, they've they can hide behind the label of a beta for for a month or so before they fully release the game um and i downloaded it instantly and we've been playing it all week haven't we matt oh yes sean have you played any uh yeah i have and i'm fucking rubbish um, at it <laughs> james i downloaded it played against some bots and then stopped playing yeah i've, I've barely touched it okay so my initial reaction was to cry and scream to the heavens, we got our Halo back. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it feels, right? Because when you go through the details of that Halo Infinite multiplayer, Mm. you can see the modernization of what Halo was. You can see what they've added to it to make it feel, move. You know, you've got to remember that Halo, the original multiplayer mode, was so slow. Mm. There was no aiming down sights. There was a lot of stuff missing from that. You know, you had scope views, but they were very much, they were very different to aiming down sights. And it still retains some of that. Like, if you're looking down sights, you get shot, you get popped out of it like you do in the original Halos. But they've, they've somehow tweaked it just enough to make it feel modern but also left intact what Halo multiplayer is all about, in my opinion. And it just feels fucking fantastic. Like, really good. It's full of those Halo moments where you do something and your jaw drops. Or, you know, you you see something and you go, like, you're playing it. We played um, uh, a game of Capture the Flag last night in the big team battle mode. So, you know, it was a lot going on. And we managed to capture their flag with about two seconds left and got it back to base to tie the game. And it was like, I can't remember last time I played a multiplayer game like this where it made me feel that good. Mm -hmm. It's, it's nailed it. Like it really has nailed it. I'm so blown away by what I've played this week that I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about playing it. Again, like I'm, I'm actually gutted that I'm not playing it tonight. I want to play more of it. <laughs> yeah, same here. And that's, I've not felt like that about a multiplayer game for ages. A competitive multiplayer game, at least. I'm, I'm so hooked on it, uh, Matt. Yeah, everything you just said, it, it, it 
feels like old school Halo in the way that I remember. I mean, Halo Five Guardians, I didn't like at all, but there were there was a couple of um, game modes I did like. I like like the smaller esports focused ones, and there were a couple of modes in this that are maybe tr- trying to ape that kind of smaller smaller environments, uh, smaller teams, no radar to make it a bit more tense. But then there's larger modes, and again in the previous in Halo Five Guardians, I didn't like the big team battle modes. There's like a card system. It, it was fine, but it never truly felt like Halo. It felt like they were just trying to increase the size, maybe to uh, appeal to the Battlefield crowd or other shooters at the time. It never truly felt Halo. Whereas this, whether it's a small indoor environment or massive outdoor environment, it just feels like Halo. From from the movement, from the gunplay, from the small kind of skirmishes you'll have with uh, with uh, uh, you know two three four enemies whether you're trying to take a control point or you're trying to capture a flag to seeing huge rave tanks and banshees go overhead or other vehicles yeah. and even yeah the huge big team battles do that thing that other larger games have tried to do where they're like hey you know we've got like 128 players or 64 players and actually there's just loads of little mini skirmishes and that is what this game has done and like i said whether i'm playing a smaller mode with the smaller teams or the huge one, it feels like Halo. It just, you know, the, the guns feel fantastic. I'm still, obviously it's only really been a few days, still trying to get my head around the various guns, uh, their alt fires, how they work, what's best used in which scenario. But it, it just felt fantastic. Yeah, and I, like, like Dave said, I'm glad I'm not playing tonight. It This is a game I haven't really kind of, I haven't felt like this about a game for a long time. I just want to play it every night. And, um, yeah, I mean, I that's, that's it. Doors. We, we, when we first started playing, well, hold on. When we first started playing, we were playing those 4v4 um, quick play games where it's way more considered. There's a lot less going on. You're thinking, where are the other team? And you're, you're staying together in your group. We played about three or four games of that. And then we said, should we try big team battle? So we tried that, which I don't know what how many a side it is on that, actually. Is it eight or is it 12? Uh, no, yeah, it, it's not eight. Yeah, it's 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 twelve or a more. It's, yeah, it's pretty big. No, yeah, I think it. I think it's twelve or sixteen. Twenty-four, twenty-eight players. So yeah, right. Okay, so yeah, so um, we tried that, and the first time I walked out into the centre of the battlefield in that, and I saw turrets going off, tanks going off, warthogs, everything kicking off. I thought, oh my god, this is like it's intense seeing that much action on your screen, and it. In a way, it reminded me of the like Battlefield Three. Like the first time you go out in Battlefield Three, you're like, "Fucking hell! Look at how much action's going on on uh, like in this area." Whereas like Battlefield, in recent years, expanded more players or whatever, and it either got too manic or too spread out. You know, where the 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 maps were just so massive that you didn't really get that feeling of this huge battle going on. Whereas Halo sort of hits that sweet spot of the map's not being too big. You can get back into the action pretty quickly. And also there are a lot of players in that map. And I was just like, and it's very different, right? The the, the, the two styles of gameplay in this multiplayer are very, very different. Um, but both feel just absolutely spot on. 
like totally nailed it. It's crazy how good this game feels. Can I can I ask about the grappling hook? Like how how does that impact things? Because I quite enjoyed just playing around with it. A bit. Impacts it a lot. And yeah, because um, it felt really nice to use. I found when I when I was well, it's a power up, mm-hmm. right? So it's not it's not something that you've automatically got when you spawn. Uh, you have to find it, equip it, and use it, and it's got a limited amount of use. But uh, I mean, we've probably all seen the videos that have been flying about on Twitter. But it adds a, an advantage to certain things. So if uh, um, what are they called the the are they wasps the big flying yeah yeah they um, can't they're, they're not spaceships they can't like that drones. you can shoot down yeah they're like drones you could shoot down and obviously your initial instinct is get a rocket launcher blow that fucker up um uh John snipe someone out of the cockpit you know that sort of stuff <laughs> but then there's a video going around where someone just grapples up to it and then hijacks it because of course you can. Mm. It makes total sense. And that's the sort of Halo shit that's wonderful. Jumping up, m- narrowly missing a ghost that's flying at you, and when they hit the wall, rip them off the ghost and shoot them with it. Like, all that stuff is in this game. And it it just feels that, yeah, Sean, I'm not brilliant at it either, mm-hmm. right? And I'm struggling getting back into the Halo feel yeah. and getting back into playing Halo. But I'm still pulling off amazing moves mm-hmm. and seeing amazing moves and amazing shit while I'm playing constantly. You know, it was like what I always said about Titanfall. I played one game of Titanfall at EGX and I got it. And I went, oh, right. Okay. This is, this feels like an arcade game that is trying to get you to pump more money into it by doing amazing stuff. And you're like, I want to see more, more of this stuff. I'm going to put another pound coin into this machine. That's what Halo feels like to me. This is what Halo Infinite feels like to me. It's like, I, I want to go to bed, but at the same time, I want another game of this because every game I've played has had a moment in it that mm. makes me go, shit, this is just brilliant. Um, Yeah, I'm blown away. Absolutely blown away by it so far. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks and feels fantastic. So um, you can play 120 hertz, which I tried. Um, but when you do that, it knocks it down to as low as 1080p. So as much as it felt kind of a little bit uh, faster and smoother in that regard, I, I'm much happier with the, I guess it's the graphics mode, actually, because there's graphics and performance mode. Typically in these games, I'll go performance to get higher frames. But in this regard... I'm going graphics, so I'll get locked at 60, whereas 120, just the visuals are downgraded too much. What's it on by default? It's got to be 60 Uh, frames by default, right? On graphics, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, How much have you played of it, Sean? What have you done? Um, Not a huge amount. Um, We had, like, one really nice... So the day it came out, um, we there was you know it, it, like I was saying the other week it'd be really nice to once again have that experience of like oh I'll just load up a game and then look at my friends list and see who else is playing it and invite them all yeah. into a big party and just like we did that and it was really cool it was really nice um, and um, I, so I've, I've spent basically it was that and then I spent like one other evening on it um, and like yeah I mean I've, I've kept quiet so far because I think you know similar to James I've sort of broadly come to terms with the fact that competitive multiplayer is not really for me anymore but i mean this is clearly great as you say it's the it's the way it strikes that balance between modernizing it but not making it not halo anymore um Mm. and it does make me properly excited for a the campaign and b although it's now a long way off the forge stuff i think is going to be really interesting like knowing that the game you know 
plays and, and feels as good as it does um and then you know knowing that people are going to do like loads of weird shit with the forge mode um i think is really exciting yeah the, the, they seem to have nailed the level design as well like halo's always had this thing where it's i mean destiny obviously nailed this as well mm-hmm. where the levels feel so balanced no matter where you're spawning and what side you're spawning mm. you know a lot of the time it is just mirrored you know yeah. and um and it feels less false um but if you think of that um i don't remember the name of the map but the one in halo 2 with the spinning turbine in the middle of it it had a big fan in the middle of it and you regularly do attack defend on it um but anyway like that isn't a mirrored map but it feels like both sides have an advantage and uh, that's what these maps feel like they sort of now that where they're not just mirrored so that it's obvious that no matter what side you spawn it's the, it's uh you've got the same advantage and um, it's it it still manages to achieve that when it's not just a mirror of each end and i think that's an exceptionally hard thing to do and they've mm. totally nailed it here there's only, there's only 10 levels in in the beta and at first of all okay well, that's not many compared to how how i mean i don't know how many previous ones had but i think 10 i think well, it doesn't seem like many it's that less than usual but yeah i, I don't think there's a bad no, level i think that's in, about in the this. same i know that i think i think that's important too because you know the uh, cod um has 20 maps but i kind of feel that you need to learn maps you know and if you're playing for hundreds of hours, then fine, you will learn those maps. Like that's no problem. But if you're not, then y- you want to kind of be able to learn maps. And I think I'm. That's my biggest hurdle to get over. And the game is sort of helping me get over that because I am repeating maps quite often. Yeah. Um, I think some of the game modes, some are better than others. Uh, like in big team battle, I think it's very varied. There's the seed one where you've got to collect five of these sort of little canisters taken back to base and install them into sort of a central console. You can nick canisters from the other people's base, but really there's a bunch of canisters sort of spawn in the middle of the map and you've got to sort of get them back to your base is the idea. I think that's a little bit tedious. And I, I, I think um, that's great because, you because yeah, so there's only there's three rounds. It says, okay, seeds are on the battlefield, whatever it says, and you can go grab them, but obviously you can go grab them and because there's loads of enemies around, you can go grab them and actually just like throw them towards your own base, maybe for other team members to pick them up and take them to kind of uh, to to deploy them in, in a base. I think that's really cool. There, there is some tactics there. There's some, there is some strategy. There's I some think tactics there's, I think there's one there, vehicle but I, where I, you I think can it's less... store one of the seeds so you can like grab it, put it on the vehicle, bomb towards your base. I also love the fact that if you're not doing that and if you're not also potentially taking out enemies another another members of the team could also go and just take some seeds from the enemy base as well so now i i I think that's quite a fun mode i quite enjoy yeah but i i mean i see what you're saying about the tactics but in terms of focus i don't think it's a very focused game mode like it does feel feel a little bit like you you as a squad or i mean ultimately i think you as a team kind of need to have a strategy but you can't do that because you're not typically you won't be on voice comms with everyone but I think if if you as a you as a squad like know what you're doing. I, I, I whereas think it's still whereas I don't see it much different to Capture the Flag. Capture the Flag has that same idea of getting something, return it back to base. But I think it's more focused and yeah, you know what the task is. Whereas like, you know, if there's 20, 20 canisters in the middle of the map or whatever, everyone's a bit sort of spread out and not really they're kind of doing their own thing. 
Whereas with the flag, it is very much, we all know what the task is. We all know where it is. Let's go and do it, you know. Um, yeah, but I, then I that, there's yeah. the total control game mode. Have you played this, Sean? Uh, no, I don't think I have, no. So you know in Destiny where you've got the free control points oh, and you yeah, stand yeah, yeah. next to the thing? Yeah, that's all great. Mm-hmm. But on this one, you only get a point if you get a total control. So if you control okay. three bases at once, then you get a point and it resets, the bases move elsewhere, and then you've got to capture all three of those as well. That has been so tense every time I've played it. <laughs> it's brilliant. You know, oh, oh, we've got two, we just need this one. And then you'll go over to B, you start capturing it, and just as you're capturing that, you can see A being taken, and you're like, fuck her. And then when you get all three, it's such a great feeling. Like, that is a brilliant game. But it's mode. also, really, it's really, also really exciting if, say, the enemy's got two, and then they're grabbing a third. Like, the instinct is to go towards that third one that they're taking, but really, you need to actually just find the nearest point that they've already got because as soon as you're in that, they can't win. So I, I think that's 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 another kind of level of kind of strategy and and tactics you can do as well. Uh, visually, visually, what I find really funny is that not really spoken about it because I think it's different for a, a, a multiplayer game like this. It's it's not that much of an issue. I mean, it doesn't look mind-blowing um no it looks good but i I think you're totally right this isn't like a oh it's not like a forzery like oh my god look how good it looks the lighting this and that the the scale of the environment here for a multiplayer game it's about speed and frames and yeah Mm. it looks nice it definitely doesn't which which i don't mind in the multiplayer but but like i hope that in the single player there's a like a massive improvement visually like I want it to look good as a single player isn't campaign. It, isn't it all about how much action there is going on? Like all the huge explosions yeah, and all yeah, that so kind of thing. Yeah, so it's either one or the other, isn't it? And you you certainly get a piece of that in the big battle modes in in Halo Infinite multiplayer. But what I'm saying is that if this looks like this in the single player campaign, I I, I do think I'll be disappointed. Well, I mean, because from the previews I read, I think the the previews are, are really positive. But the thing they will say is that you know this isn't this isn't going to blow you away looks wise. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so I, I can see that, but for multiplayer right now, uh, I'm, yeah, I, I think it looks good, but it's not something you're like, Oh no, the graphics of Halo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's one. In, it's not a point that you'd necessarily like tell, tell people, but um, I think we're both loving it, but it's not all good. Uh, and I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm really glad we started with a positive because it is overall absolutely positive. But I think the thing that isn't great is, uh, is the battle pass and the progression. Company. I was going to yeah, say that stuff. That stuff's been torn apart, hasn't it? They've already already addressed it. Yeah, they? I was going to say. I think, yeah, I think they have they already fixed it, or have they just said they're going uh, no, to. No, I they mean said they're going to modify that, it. That, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah they're no one they're fixing it. They, okay. they they made some changes. That they made a couple of things here and there, and they've they've given some people like uh, well, they will be giving everyone a, a this reward, which would have ordinarily required you to complete loads of challenges. Now they're giving everyone that if you log in within a certain time frame because they were already kind of moving the goalposts and changing things. But ultimately, um, so I, I played loads of Fortnite and um, and it's Battle Pass really that kept me playing even when I was pretty much playing on my own because it was fun to do. The challenges were rewarding and the stuff you were getting on the on the Battle Pass, whether it's the free one or the paid one, uh, were, were worth doing. And um, for this, so the major complaint is that you have to do quite a lot to earn even the smallest amount of XP. And not only that, 
uh, lots of people now just because you don't have to complete a match to obtain say a certain challenge say a certain challenge could be 10 get, get 10 battle rifle kills at the moment you don't have to complete the game or the match in right. order to get that once you get your 10 kills you can exit out and so right now lots of people are doing certain things to complete certain challenges whether that's getting certain kills of a certain vehicle or certain weapon or certain headshots and then just quitting matches or they're just totally going against the objective that they, they have a flag right in front of them they could get the flag but it's kind of no point doing that because right. e- even if you complete a match the, the most you're going to get is 50 XP and it takes a thousand XP to go up a level on the battle pass so <laughs> people are like well there's no real reward for me even bothering to play the game properly all I'm going to do is focus on my challenges I have in my battle pass and just quit or just ignore the game type so it's annoying for players who aren't really bothered about it. And for players who do want to have like an engaging, exciting gap battle pass, it doesn't really do that either. So I think they've got a lot of work to do to really change it. Because, yeah, you can have an amazing game. You can do like you know, capture flag, you can get like 20 kills and loads of flag captures and loads of stuff. And ultimately, you might just get 50 XP, which is nothing really. So they definitely need to work on that because right now there's n- it's not compelling. It's not exciting. The stuff you get, like it, basically, um, there's like, uh, oh, you need to get separate, separate knee pads, separate shoulder pads. <laughs> it's all just a bit like slow, and um, they they need to work on that a lot. I, I was going to say, like, and especially like you know, yeah, me saying like, you know, I've, I've played a bit of it, but I've, I've struggled, not been very good. Like for those first, you know, sort of five, ten levels or whatever. You still sort of expect to, like, hey, thanks for showing up. Here's a free pair of trousers for you, Spartan. Do you know what I mean? That would have, yeah, that would have been some, yeah. like, okay, I can see how the progression works. Okay, right, right I see where I can, you know, where I, where this could be headed. Yeah, but as it is, like, I think I've barely made it to level two. And it's, <laughs> it's yeah. just so slow. I so guess yeah, what's I different about this? For ages. What's different about this? I mean, basically, so we're coming in season one, and that ends in, like, March or something. So I do get that they don't want people to, like, blast through 100 levels now technically before the games even men have come out and then what they go to until march so i get that they want to eke it out but there are much hopefully much better clever ways to do that mm. uh, and to reward reward people to actually play the game one they absolutely need to make it so you have to complete a match you can't just do the thing and then piss off because it's just not helping anyone yeah i mean i'm, I'm st- obviously still in, just in, loving the game it's just that the actual progression and rewards you get from playing the game are just incredibly slow so at the moment yeah. it's not about you're not playing the game to get through the battle pass you're not playing the game to get the cool rewards that's yeah. so slow and not very rewarding actually that's just like a, a small byproduct the main thing is you're playing the game for the game itself which ultimately yeah. i guess is what we should be doing anyway yeah and to be fair like this is technically a beta so for that to be the one thing that really sticks out sort of suggests that well, the yeah, rest there, is there pretty are, fucking there good there are some right? other minor negatives you know mm. there's a few bugs here and there i've had moments where all sound effects have dropped out. Really? I can only hear my own, so it kind of makes the multiplayer unplayable. And there's that time it didn't count your six kills. Yeah, okay, man. Right, this is, this is, a, <laughs> right, this is a situation where on my screen, it definitely looked like I killed someone and it didn't show up on my kill list. Weird, Just once. Funny. And uh, and then uh, and then Matt has been digging me out every night going, oh, is it not you counted your kills? And I thought, <laughs> Matt, hold on. I've finished above you in the scoreboards every game. Stop digging me out. The others can dig me out all they want because they're it's thrashing not about me, me it's in not terms about, of my not, not about you. All right. Are we going to talk about the story about how you said the top tier of ranked mode was oink? 
What? Are we going to talk about that? Well, what, um, what we, we, well, I wasn't going to bring up on this show, but okay, fine. Go um, on, what, what, what's the top tier called? Um, Onyx. And then what did you announce it as when you were telling your mates? Oinks. I was like, oh yeah, I forget the oink. Oh, oinks, onyx. Yeah, and it, it's, it's, that, that's me now. That's, I, I'm now, it's oinks the forever. The oinks. Um, I mean, that's the show um, title, but, isn't it? Yeah, it might have to be. Um, but the, the, um, the, 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 I've had a couple of moments where the game is just completely locked up. And not only does it lock up the game, it locks up the Xbox. But oh, as you shit. say, beta stuff. That's why this is kind of a good idea because mm-hmm. I'm looking at it and going, oh, well, it is a beta. Even though it's not, it's the full fucking thing. It's still part of me going, well, it is a beta. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. <laughs> um, also, I really, really hate the noise it makes when you like scroll down in the menu. When no. you like, if you're pressing down on the menu or whatever, it makes this sort of electronic sort of beep sound. But when you're wearing headphones, it sounds like it's just scratching the back of your skull. Ooh. And it makes me go, oh, oh I, I don't, don't like doing that, it. But... Yeah, I, I think I might be the only one that's sensitive to that sound. But if you've experienced that as well, please get in touch. Especially <laughs> menus. Menus is another thing I think I do to fix. Because it, it, like, when you do it uh, is confusing, a new yeah. bit of armor, it sh- there should be a button to say equip now. Rather mm. than me going back to the customized menu and hitting every single option to see if there's <laughs> anything new in there. Because yeah, you say, hey, you've got like three thing. layers, like, what, is it, what is that thing I've earned? And uh, they should be, okay, it just, uh, you know, customize, customize now or, you know, uh, yeah, just use now, basically. But they, there's a lot of things. I think the menus need work, but whatever. Yeah, I think you, you've got to go back three layers of menu just to get to sort of basic options. It's really strange, but... You know what? Whatever. Halo's back. It yeah. feels but no, fantastic. I think you're right, though, Sean. I think like the fact is, like the actual core gameplay is fantastic, and it's mm. just these other bits around the edges that they need to work on. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's, I think that's pretty good for. Oh, God, yeah. the music as well. The I was going to say, can we talk about the music? Because I don't, Ridiculous. I don't dislike it, but it's a strange choice to just be like, yeah, let's get some sort of. Explosions in the sky slash sixty five days of static slash this oh, will yeah, destroy you epic, sort of thing it? going on. It's very very odd. But no, uh, I, right I, I don't find it odd at all. It gets me so fucking pumped. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to I want to go to a Halo concert now because it's just like it's not it's <laughs> yeah. not like oh go yeah. to the old, hear the old Halo music. This is almost like a gig. Yeah, it's it so would have sucked if you loaded it up and it was going. <laughs> the campaign mode will do that of course and i want that want it for that but i mean yeah sure no, dave you just doing that thing made my skin crawl i'm really glad it's not doing yeah, that did it, it reminds you of that guy in that dating show that sung the yeah, halo theme which was awful <laughs> i don't think i've seen <laughs> have this seen that, i have not seen this it, you i think i must have sent you the clip where some guy is on a dating show and he takes his date outside and goes I want to sing to you. Uh, do you have you heard of Halo? And he was oh, like, I think no. my kids have played it. And he's like uh, middle aged fella. Yeah. And he goes, That's a dick. Well, I'm going to sing to you now the Halo theme tune. And he Fuck. goes, Oh. <laughs> like, she's just like staring at him, just going, What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Uh, uh, James, Google you say you're not a fan of that, but were you a fan of all the memes that happened a year or so ago with everyone singing or like, you know, typically like a massive group of lads singing it in like a, in a bathroom somewhere? Are you not a fan of that? No, not particularly, no. It oh, was that quite annoying, but you know. 
I was, but no, um, the change in music is just absolutely spot on. I yeah. love it. I love it. The, uh, we quickly, will be talking about more Halo. The, um, Go on, sorry. Forza Horizon Four, the event with the the Warthog, and there's and that has a you know has the the Halo theme on it. And I was I remember I was playing yeah, that. I was God. like, fuck me, this is a fucking great version of the Halo theme. Where, what's this from? Yeah, it's from, it's from Halo Five. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, at least something good come out yeah. of that game. <laughs> Um, I'm sure there'll be more Halo chat in future weeks, especially mm. when the campaign comes out in its entirety. Yeah, thing. Never uh, in doubt. Next month. Um, another game I've got on my list, it's also on your guy your, your guys' lists, is <laughs> um, XO1. Yeah. This come out on Game Pass this week. Uh, I'm going to sit back and... Because how, here's how this game's come about. I've completed it. Mm-hmm. Matt, have you completed it? Yeah. Sean? Yep. Right. I'm going to sit back because Sean recommended this to Matt in our WhatsApp group. And I'm interested to hear how it went down for the both of you. Okay. And then and then I'll jump in. Go on. So this is a game where you are piloting a spacecraft. Um, it's, a, it's a little ball. And like, you know, if you were to say, oh, it's 3D tiny wings, isn't it? You're not entirely wrong. Because it's, it's totally all about <laughs> yeah. I thought that was the first thing. Yeah. That feels exactly like this that. is 3D tiling wings. Because yeah. it's all yeah. So it's all about certainly initially. It sort of changes off a bit later, but initially it's all about the fact that this this ship's ability is that it can so it can glide across the ground, but also it can make itself way more dense. Right. So you're sort of looking for sort of downward slopes in the the landscape, and then you hit the trigger, and then so you, so you go come, like you come crashing down. You know, hit the downward slope. It and then, literally changes gravity, doesn't it? Yeah, and then you release That's it as idea. you come up. It and then can you... literally say it, it can have 10 times the amount of gravity yeah. or it can be moon-like. Yeah. Like, that's explained very yeah, early yeah, on, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's... Like, the <laughs> there isn't a huge amount to it in terms of how, how you play. Like, it, it really is just like going through a series of landscapes um, with this ship that... I thought was an absolute joy to control apart from a couple of bits, which we'll get to. Um, and it's all like, it's, it's all overlaid with this sort of very sort of abstract story, um, which is basically that there was, you know, you were like an astronaut who went on this, this failed mission to Jupiter and you were the only survivor. Um, and then a year later, you're again, it doesn't specify how, but you're the recipient of, the designs for this like alien craft right so you've, you're from earth and, the, and this this spacecraft has been built um and you've taken control of it and you you sort of you know touring the universe basically and it's sort of implied that you're trying to get your, your crew back that you lost a year ago um and it's just i just thought that again there's a couple of bits i didn't really like but overall i just thought it was beautiful and weird and a bit sad um like i just you know the, the i think the soundtrack's absolutely gorgeous i think the way it looks um again you know there are some bits where you know if you're getting sort of too close to certain bits of the architecture or the, the you know the landscape or whatever then it sort of falls apart a little bit but like the atmospheric effects and the, the clouds and the lighting and stuff are just absolutely stunning there's you know there's some you know like sort of set pieces that again, i won't spoil but i just thought were absolutely stunning um and it just yeah and it only took an hour and a half of my life and i had a wonderful time with it that's that's me well matt what did you think 
I, I had a great time of it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, I was totally there. It felt like Tiny Wings. I, mm-hmm. I loved, I absolutely loved the feeling of the of momentum, where you, yeah, you know, you're looking at the landscapes below you. That's a hill. You're hot. I mean, I was playing on Xbox on the controller. Hold, hold down right trigger, whatever it was, to suddenly like change change into a ball, mm-hmm. and you like fly fly down and let go as you go like towards up, you know, towards an, uh, a, a ridge, and it and it and then. Once you're off that into air, change to a disc. It just all that the momentum and the speed and like hitting like the you know speed of sound that all felt amazing. And like even even towards the end, again it's not not a long game, but I was enjoying that mechanic from from minute from minute one until the end. Really, that sensation uh, of getting like a proper dive and then we start breaking the sound barrier and stuff so good it's absolutely fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. i think it. soundtrack wise i was hoping for more i thought there was every opportunity for this it to like almost get me emotional with like some particularly good soundtracks and the mm-hmm. visuals and the kind of stuff you're doing or um or not doing over these incredible kind of space landscapes or environments mm. uh, it never truly got to that that next level i mean it doesn't have like the kind of soundtrack of like an outer wilds uh, or yeah. and I'm, this is probably an unfair comparison, but you know, like a Hans Zimmer, like an Interstellar. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't expecting that exact quality, but I, I thought there'll be some a bit more epic uh, soundtrack. So it was mm-hmm. good, but it didn't, didn't blame me away. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it was a joy from start to finish, apart from one level where mm. I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do here? Everything, everything feels quite natural. Is you, it the tree one where you got to yeah. go up? Um, no, no, the tree, a oh. tree one was fine. I, oh, right, I got okay. that. I mean, it was different gameplay, but I got that. It was the one where I think it's uh, coronoids. It's basically where you're getting to the sun or near the sun, right? And oh yeah, there's loads of asteroids. Yeah, the love. I thought that was really straightforward. I thought, okay, there's a bunch of asteroids. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is you go to an, you go to an asteroid. You're in the gravitational uh, pull of the of the asteroid or whatever it is your celestial body. You you you, know, you bruise around it a few times and you shoot off to the next one. Well, I did that for the first tree and the last one. I just couldn't get off the asteroid. I'm like, how's it? How I can't get anywhere near like the end point of this level. Um, so I googled it and I was like, "What?" And loads of people, other people saying like, "This level's impossible." How? What am I? What the hell am I supposed <laughs> to do? And other people like, "I'll oh, just start a level again and just go straight from the beginning of the level and go straight to the end point." Like anyway, for whatever, whatever oh, reason, well. I felt a bit stuck. I, I everything else felt so natural. I knew what to do. There's no explanation. There's no tutorial. You just kind of feel your way through, and the whole game felt natural in that regard. Whereas this, I'm like suddenly jolted into. Hang on. I thought I knew what this game account was going to be, given what I played previously. But for whatever reason, that that mm. tripped me up. But did, did that level do anything for you, Sean? So I was, also I was okay easy? with that level. It was it was the tree level that I didn't like as well. Um, yeah, and I, and I think like in, in either case, it, it's a shame when that friction does present itself because, as you say, it's that sort of like, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing or where I am, but I'm just sort of feeling my way through it. Is obviously intentional because that's what the pilot is going through and what he's thinking and feeling you know it's, it's yeah it really snapped me out of it really yeah. like, okay i'm kind of oh it's a game of course it's a game and mm. rather than just like an, a bit of an experience but yeah. um uh-huh. yeah I, I, story-wise well, i i mean Hold on, when you say the pilot what are you talking about the character that you're playing as are you do you think someone's in that ball yeah well i mean it's not okay. it's it's sort of implied that you can't this. physically be in there but yeah I think mean, you very much are the survivor of the Jupiter incident, yeah. No, I thought the survivors were still on Jupiter. Right, okay. So this is leading on to m- my view of the game, okay. right? So 
I thought it was great. I really enjoyed my time with it. Mm-hmm. But I also had this frustration at the back of my head thinking this, with a few minor adjustments, could have been an enjoyable experience to like a, a really legendary game. Mm-hmm. And the, the, my, my main criticisms are twofold. The, the, the first being, I think some of the level design is, is shonky, mm-hmm. uh, specifically talking about that. that um, well, there's, there's two levels that I thought could have been designed in a better way to, uh, to indicate to the player what you should be doing and where you should be going. The first being that big open beach area, you know, the one where you're, there's the mountains and then there's the, the beach and I had the there's there's the power up at the top of that sort of boulder thing right and uh, it took me ages to get and then when I got it I was like right where am I supposed to go now <laughs> um there was the level in the forest as we talked about it felt like I glitched my way up there so there's yeah. a level where the exit to that level is at the top of a mountain and I, I don't know if you did it this way but there was like some long bark yes you're supposed to travel up there. Yeah, I yeah, sort yeah. of forced myself up. I assume I assume that's what that was the route. It really felt like I was struggling to get up it. You know, there were times where I was like, I should have fallen off them, but I didn't really. So it felt like I was kind of glitching my way up there. Mm. What um, did you think to the level where you couldn't actually change direction? I thought that was brilliant. See, that was great. That was great, but in my game, I had to restart that level from the start no. because there were two blue lights in the sky one pointing directly up and one at an angle but when i tried to go to the one at the angle it did that thing where it was like you're going the wrong way and it sort of turned the camera around to make me go back the other way yeah and then so i went over to the other light and then it did nothing so i thought something's gone wrong here so i restarted it went to the one with the angle on and then got to the the end point of that level um so I think, yeah, in terms of level design, there's a little bit of work that needed doing to get that sort of idea clear uh, across. The second being the story. And we've already, you know, sort of touched <laughs> yeah. on where the story went wrong. Because the story basically that, on, I don't think it did go too wrong. too abstract for me. <laughs> I thought it made no, sense. No, you wouldn't, though. But, mm. but what I'm saying is that I saw something completely different to you. Yeah. So the story... Not the story is wrong, mm. but the way it was delivered to the player, I think, is wrong. Because if we've got three different people thinking three different things here, then the then the delivery of that story that mm. it must have issues. I mean, obviously, right? it's so, it's abstract, isn't it? It's it's literally yeah, it, it is it's like little. I was going to say little voice clips, except they're not really voice clips, are they? It's just you relying on the. Uh, uh, the captions beneath but yeah it, it's these sort of weird little excerpts that you have to sort of piece together yourself the the ending certainly obviously we won't get into it because it's spoilers but yeah the, the, initially the ending i was like wait hang on what <laughs> um, well, the, so, so the ending felt like it should have been really impactful like really yeah. emotional but because i wasn't fully on board with my interpretation of that that story mm-hmm. It didn't have the effect, the intended effect. So here's here's what's funny here, Sean. Mm-hmm. So this is what I thought it was: yeah. a team had flown to Jupiter, crashed, and they were being left. There was there was conversations going on whether they were being left for dead or not. Mm-hmm. If they if they were going to actively try and save these people on Jupiter or not, 
But that's the rescue not... mission. Okay, go on. Okay, this. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that a bit. But the rescue mission was this space spacecraft that you're controlling. I thought we were controlling it remotely. Not that there was someone in there, but the spacecraft was being controlled remotely and being sent out to try and find them and help them. Right. Mm. And, and, um, uh, what was the final piece of that? So then, yeah, you end up, you know, I'm not going to explain the ending, obviously, but that comes to a conclusion one way or the other. Right. That's how I felt. But you thought there was the person, there was a person in that spaceship well, as I say, was... it's implied because it, yeah, this isn't a spoiler. It says this very early on that um, it's like there's a an audio clip where it's like the the engineer, he's the, the pilot is being interviewed by someone saying like, but you know, looking at the plans, there's no place for someone to go, and in, and he just sort of responds like, you have to stop thinking about it from like a human perspective. So I I don't know if the implication is like you know somehow like his consciousness is is transferred yeah. into the ship. That was my that was my best guess. Um, right. So I interpreted that as it being controlled remotely. Right. Okay. Well, there's, there's definitely mission control. There's definitely the mentions. There's mentions of him not coming back. So that was that put that to bed for me. I think. Um, really? Yeah. I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I would have preferred if some of the story stuff was implemented while you were playing, because it than feels like yeah, you've got chapters. those you've got those flashes yeah. of different visions or whatever while you're playing, mm-hmm. but the actual process of going around is fun. You, I, I totally agree. It's 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 a cool game to control. Um, my kids love watching it, mm-hmm. but. Um, and I enjoyed playing it, but I just kind of felt that these little snapshots in between levels wasn't enough to drive the story forward enough for me. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Or keep me engaged. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting is that so this game was a Kickstarter, and originally it had a narration, uh, but then they took out the narration and decided to tell the story with that kind of interesting because you know, I, I remember uh, yeah because backwards audio yeah because this this was a rest years and years and years ago. Um, and that, and that, and it started with a tutorial where you were in like a test chamber where this this ship had been built, and they've removed that. And there's story reasons for that, which you you find out later. So that was interesting as well. To that, that it just kicks off that you're just on this other planet. What was your interpretation of the story, Matt? Honestly, well, I love ambiguous movies, but this was just so ambiguous. I kind of stopped paying attention. I didn't think it was the that ambiguous. I got it. Yeah, I yeah, don't but know. I'm saying you got I, it, but like, what? I mean, you're saying you got it, but did you? Well, yeah, because every question you've asked, I've had an answer for. <laughs> is it, is know, it not man. just open to interpretation, this? Or is it, there is I a certainty so. with it? No, there's a very, it's the way it's told. It's not really, it doesn't come across as a game that's open to interpretation. And I think mainly down to that last scene. The, yeah, the ending. Because it's kind of like going, hey, look, here's how it concludes. Yeah. And I'm going, had what concluded? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, for me, um, I, it doesn't take a, I thought, okay, we have, it have a lovely story and it'd be impactful at the end. I had no impact. I wasn't really, I, I didn't really feel much from the story and it was a bit too all over the place. And, you know, so story-wise, big disappointment for me. I didn't, there was nothing there for me at all, mm-hmm. personally. I, so, th- th- yeah, as, look, I, lo- I loved it. I really enjoyed playing the game. 
I felt it could have been better. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, that's the same story for most games. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it sounds like uh, maybe I've come into this a little bit too negative because I shouldn't be. It's a, it's, it's a really, really good experience. And if you've got Game Pass, certainly play it. I don't know how much it costs on other services or how much it just costs to buy if it's around 15 quid yes 13 pound and four pence currently on well, then Steam. absolutely buy it then because four pence over what yeah, i would have paid personally but uh, uh it's, <laughs> it's it's really good yeah um i just it is one of those games that frustrates me because i'm like oh man this could have been like this could have been a no-brainer mm. and I just feel with a little bit of work on level design, with a little bit of work on how you're telling that story, you could have gone from, yeah, this is really good, to fucking hell play this. This is game of the year material, you know? I will yeah. say, yeah, story-wise, it didn't do it for me, but I think I took a lot of screenshots during this game. <laughs> yeah. I think it looks absolutely gorgeous in places. Oh, when you fly above the clouds, it's Fly above the clouds or above like the water it. and the, the, the lighting hits, like the sea, and then it's like, you know, very, it, it, there's a lot of color in this game, mm. and uh, yeah, so many different parts of this game. Like, well, this is this this looks absolutely gorgeous. That um, level where you spend most of your time above the clouds is absolutely unbelievable to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah, is ultimately really immensely satisfying. Yeah, the feeling of momentum. It, yeah, I mean, I, I love Tiny Wings uh, back when I played that on on iOS a million years ago, uh, and it's the same kind of feeling. The feeling of momentum of nailing when you go down a slope and nailing when you lift off and in this case glide to uh, another location it's yeah really really satisfying did you find the power-ups were a little bit pointless though? well yeah it wasn't always it was clear. kind of like yeah you can now gr- glide more yeah it wasn't always it's clear like, what no, difference I don't feel like I can. yeah yeah because i started again i oh, yeah. started playing from the start again and when i glided for the first time and when i started again i was like uh, this feels like it did at the end of the game, and it shouldn't feel like that. It should feel like I'm totally like yeah. restricted. And I was finding a lot of those power ups, but they didn't seem to do anything. Really weird. Yeah, I, I fully recommend this. Absolutely. And if you're Game Pass, yeah, I, I think absolutely no yeah, brainer. For James, I definitely try it. I think you'd be, I think you'd enjoy it a lot. How how long was it roughly? Hour and a half. Oh, I'll definitely play it then. Right, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, moving on then, I, I, I'm eager to hear, Sean's been playing the Artful Escape, I'm eager to hear your views on this game. Finished it. Um, fucking loved it, overall. Yeah! It was um, really good, it? It? I really love this game. It's so good! Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah, it's um, the, the ending, alright. Like, it's exactly what you wanted. It's not the best part it's of the not, game. No, it's it not. It feels like you've been through the journey already. Yeah, exactly, and it kind of just, it arrives sort of exactly where you sort of always thought it would and wanted it to but yeah um but yeah it's it's how it gets there um it's just it's just beautiful isn't it it's and you know it, it's unbelievably good looking it, it is game. and i think what, what impresses me most about the soundtrack right it's a, you know it's a music game it's all about music um but there's no like, but you know, because it's it's music that you sort of you feed into it, right? You know, you not in like a hugely meaningful way, but you're doing your you know your your solos as you're running around and you're doing that, you know, the the sort of hitting a chord in midair, which sort of acts as your double jump and, and all that stuff, and it, it's giving you like just enough expression within that, and they've held off on like 
like the soundtrack doesn't have any like hooks in it, right? You don't come away thinking like, oh man, I can't wait to listen to like that song again or whatever, which sounds quite damning, but it's sort of integral to why it works. There isn't like a, you know, apart from the, you know, the sort of Bob Dylan-esque stuff at the start, which is a real, you know, sort of obvious, like here is a song with the beginning and end and verses and choruses and, and what have you. The rest of it is all just kind of all over the shop, but that's, why it works because if it was yeah, just like if it was just like here's a song that's three and a half minutes long here's the structure here's the lyrics here's, you know you wouldn't feel like you were feeding into that in any way yeah um, it's because you're expressing yourself aren't you that's the, exactly. the whole thing with it you know yeah well kind of and, and I mean that's the only disappointment I think in this game is that you're not actually expressing yourself you're pressing a button to play a guitar <laughs> there is that I think, that, there, I think there, are there's moments, just there are moments where Guns yeah on. there are moments where it lets you create a sort of guitar solo, yeah. right? Where you can press different buttons or whatever, but they're very rare. Yeah. For the vast majority of the game, you're just holding down the X button. Yeah, and even, even those that. bits are like, you know, well, you've got five buttons and they're all, you know, five notes in the same key, so just whatever. Like, it's <laughs> Which is fine. Like, it, it's it's perfectly enjoyable. But yeah, it's... I, see what, I know what you mean. It's, not, it's all the other stuff. Yeah. It's the feeling that the character coming out and yeah. and expressing themselves, yeah. the, the customization stuff, you know, where you can say where you're from and what your nickname is and all that stuff. <laughs> and the way that stuff. keeps up. I mean, you know, yeah, we talked about the, the name stuff being annoying, that it, you know, that there's one element of your character where you can just type in your own name, which then means none of the yeah, characters can speak it aloud. That's annoying just because yeah. it's really jarring against how, how well done all the other stuff is. You know, yeah, like, I'm from 16th Park Street and I'm the general of the Heavy Metal Light Brigade. <laughs> All that yeah. stuff is so if good. It, if it just come up with that and then they referred to you as that yeah. for the rest of the yeah, game yeah. rather than... Yeah. It was, yeah, that, yeah, that sucked. It did. Um, I agree that, that that plays into the whole story and yeah, theme but of expression, it also but I think that it. Laid, yeah, let yeah. it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, just... Like, you know, broadly speaking, because I feel like there's a lot of indie games now that are like oh it's a, a you know a coming of age story you know people figuring out like sable for example everyone's lauding that as like a really good you know coming of age story that's about finding your identity and choosing who you want to be etc which for me felt completely flat whereas this was like fuck yes so proud of the yeah. my little guy <laughs> you know creating this yeah, identity yeah, for himself 100%, and, and sort yeah. of coming out of this you know his uncle's shadow and and being himself um just a, a really really good feeling um yeah really loved it i also like i also love that by the end um you know because obviously the game is full of you know trippy visuals but at no point <laughs> is it like is it not completely literal about what's happening do you know what i mean like you, you're not playing yeah, it and yeah, thinking yeah. like oh right is he taken something is that why all this weird shit's happening it's like no he he found this secret place and now he's on a spaceship and he's touring the galaxy fuck yeah. off there's it's yeah, no it more really or less is. complicated than that <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> which, totally. I, which i loved um uh, yeah wonderful game oh the bit where you get to customize you can dress them up yes, and man. all that stuff it's so good yeah, proper good so good yeah and what's yeah, so amazing I mean, about that point is that the game is obviously you know the, 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 there's a story you feel like you're maybe supposed to be one person you mm. know given everything but then then you can actually take it whatever way you truly want to yeah. take it character wise yeah. and so i thought that was brilliant because yeah you can think okay well story is telling me 
I should probably be, you know dress like this kind of character, but actually no, you can you can truly be yourself at that point, and that's why I think and it's the, so clever. <laughs> and the section after that, where you, you just told like, look, everyone here is like obsessed with fashion, and and they just say like, look, they, when you go first go in, they'll all fucking hate you, but fuck them, don't matter, just push on. And <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, just, just thought you. that was great. It's really nicely done. And you know, people could turn around and say, but you don't actually do anything. You know, there's no challenge. There's no, you know, mm. platforming. You're not actually doing anything. And I get that. You know, I'm not going to turn around and say, oh, no. No, actually, it's good because <laughs> of this. Because if that's what you're after from games, you're not going to find that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not that type of game. But for me, it didn't matter. Mm. You know, that, that wasn't a concern for me, that I wasn't playing a game. You know, mm. I, I was sort of just pushing forward and enjoying all the visual treats that it had for me mm, this, you know? it felt um, much more like an experience than a game really it really you know? did yeah. yeah yeah and again with the music as well there's some people that are saying i don't like that type of music well okay fine if you're at a point where you can't appreciate that type of music regardless of how it's presented then you ain't going to find any enjoyment in it See, i don't know because I, this game is i don't tend to like like that end of like prog you know, yeah, stuff. I can't but, stand yeah, it. Sure. Whereas for me, this totally but works. I can still look at that yeah. and go, "Fucking hell, it works," yeah, and it makes me appreciate that music a little bit. Mm. You know, the sort of yeah, prog rock, the eighties style, like you know, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it is very much like David Bowie. Um, it's the big hair, <laughs> the, the, all Dave, that sort of stuff, and the yeah, costumes. Dave, the, the, mm. Yeah, Dave, David Bowie is uh, uh, Bob Dylan's uh, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to be David Bowie and not Bob Dylan. Because was like was Lightman supposed to be Hendrix as well? I thought maybe. Oh God, yeah. yeah there's a lot of Hendrix yeah, in there, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, but again, it, yeah, and it's just great how it, it touches experience. upon all these, you know, sort of you know, there's like real sort of you know, real life musical touchstones there without it being too blatant. I mean, the the Dylan stuff is quite on the nose, but other than that. Yeah, it really is. Um, Have you the the soundtrack is on Spotify? Yeah, yeah. Go and listen to those Dylan tracks, and it. it's hilarious. Oh, I know. Yeah. On the nose, yeah. That's, got, that's why I was yeah. saying it when I first talked about this on the show. It's yeah, it's really interesting because you sort of you open, you know, you open up the game, and it's like initially, it's like, oh my god, like this track's really beautiful, like this is great, and then you, you know, five ten minutes into the game, it's like, oh no, the main character really resents this style of music and this sort of yeah. and, and his uncle and, and all the rest of it and then it's sort of yeah and then you, when you look at the lyrics it's like oh this is like a parody of like american folk music it's so sort of route one like oh it's fields and trees and rivers and shit oh that's amazing like it's <laughs> like it in it's so i also feel i also feel i don't know if you felt this as well but i also feel that it wasn't disrespectful no that's that that's what's fascinating the people it? that yeah. like it it's a, it's a loving it's tribute just, that also that character doesn't like yeah, it. yeah exactly yeah. yeah that's it yeah it's just not for him and i think it, it's yeah. sort of yeah yeah and there's one there's one bit of dialogue towards the end which again i won't spoil but it's it's just literally it's like two like two lines two sentences and it but it pulls that all back together really nicely, I thought. Yeah, it really um, does. It's a brilliant game. If you've not played it, definitely check it out. Yeah. Again, on Game Pass. Um, but well worth it. If you sound like you might be interested in it, then, I mean, just get it for how good it looks. Because yeah, 
incredible, incredible moments I was, in yeah, that game. I was, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was it. taking screenshots quite a lot. Oh, this. yes. Yeah, I <laughs> took an absolute shed load <laughs> in that. Speaking of music, Uh-oh. Sean, what else have you been playing? Uh, oh god fucking hell sorry yeah, I completely forgot about this I was looking at the list like right that's me because we've gone we've gone in like a weird order um, so again not oh I'm sorry no no it's fine I just didn't <laughs> I was like looking at it I was like brilliant that's my last game I'm going to go to sleep now um, no so uh, again not really a game more of an experience but the uh, Radiohead's uh, kids amnesiac uh, exhibition is now live so for those who don't know um yeah, so Radiohead have like had done a, a double re-release of Kid A and Amnesiac, um, and one of the things they've done to to celebrate this is that Amnesia. Um, hmm? It's just Amnesia. Is it? It's yeah. not Kid Amnesiac. It's not. The album's called Amnesiac. I mean, I've. The... <laughs> oh, battle okay. of the Radiohead fans! It is called Amnesiac. Uh, the watch album. out. Watch out, there's going to be some tutting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the album's called that, but this is called Kid A. Um, oh, no, no, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Fair enough. Um, Kid Amnesia, the, the exhibition. Um, yeah, this is, Ooh. I mean, this was on, was it one of the State of Play things a while back? It was, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this was unveiled as being a PS5 thing. It's also on PC. Um, is it P- it's PSVR, is no, that's, no. that's, is it? No. That's not? one misconception I've already run into with it people, yeah. <laughs> Um, everyone's, oh, wow. everyone's assumed it's a VR I, thing, but it's not at all, no. I um, thought it was. That's really weird. Yeah. I thought this was a PSVR game. You, mean, you would okay. assume that, wouldn't you? Um, but yeah, so this is uh, sort of, yeah, this virtual exhibition of um, tracks from both albums along with like a bunch of artwork that was done by Tom York um, and Stanley Donwood, who's... Tom York's friend from art college has always done, you know, Radiohead's artwork and stuff. Um, and they've said, you know, the, the the only sort of rule was that they couldn't make anything new for this. It's all material that's from like twenty years ago when those those albums came out. Um, and it's, I mean, it's fascinating for me. Like for me, that the re-release is a strange one because like Kid A was a fucking huge album for me. Um, being you know sort of 15 16 at the time like it was a really formative thing and then amnesiac didn't really didn't really like that much um which i think is a fairly common <laughs> commonly held opinion um don't think amnesiac went down that well um but um this was absolutely fascinating i thought um i absolutely loved it it's you know, I mean, it's barely interactive. It's it is just you walking around and looking at things, and um, listening to things. And there are sort of like as you move around, there there are ways in which you influence sort of you know what you what you're hearing, right? There are the 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 songs sort of work with um, the environment in sort of interesting ways. But it is you know, there's no buttons to push or anything. It, it is just um, you moving around, which is fine. Like obviously, this is not necessarily aimed at capital g gamers um i think you know they're probably hoping the hoping hoping that the audience is a bit wider on this um so you know there's i mean as you wander through you sort of open up new routes sort of through it it's essentially like a museum right you're going through exhibits it's sort of different exhibits dedicated to 
um, different songs. But it's not just like, you know, you walk in this room and, you know, this song is, is playing. Like everything's been sort of cut up and disassembled and, and reassembled in really interesting ways. Um, and I mean, you know, the fact that there are, there are elements of this that I wouldn't want to spoil for people, um, kind of says it all. There's some like really, um, sort of impactful bits of it. Um, yeah, definitely. De- Cause yeah, you played this as well, haven't you, Matt? I've- yeah. Yeah. I played through a lot. Yeah. So I came to Radiohead really late. Mm-hmm. I mean, all my friends were wanking over them from day one mm-hmm. and I was, uh, more into, <laughs> okay. All right. More that into my, so way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, I was more into, you know, like embarrassing uh, emo or new metal. But I, I come in when I came, to, when, I, when I, you know, thought, I, I'm going to listen to Radiohead. And yeah, obviously they're absolutely incredible and one of my all time favorite artists now. Mm-hmm. Um, and going into this, uh, I, I also thought, oh, is it, I wonder if it's a VR thing. But no, it, it feels like it probably could have been, mm. but it isn't. Uh, but no, I thought this was really, really fascinating because the, the, there's also throughout the game, there's always like there's this QR codes, and I was like, what is this gonna? What's this gonna get me exactly? And you scan that, scan the QR code uh, with your with your phone, and that will that will like basically show you a map of of the areas, and you can say, oh, okay, I want to get to like this part of the museum or the exhibition to experience different things. So I thought that was really cool, and it shows you also some. <laughs> like different bits of art because it does, does also um, link you to merch which i thought was a bit yes yeah, so i thought that was a bit <laughs> a bit off-putting i was like oh this is this is weird and i'm like oh no hell you can actually buy this okay i don't know how i feel about that but having said that there, there's some nice bedspreads so <laughs> matt's, matt's getting an idea for his streams now <laughs> gonna whack a qr code up take you to a tcgs to do that yeah um yeah, I mean, that, I I think you're totally right, Sean. That if you're like a even like a passing Radiohead fan, mm. there's loads loads to get excited about here. Mm. I mean, the artwork, of Radiohead's artwork's never really done much, done too much for me. Mm. I mean, it fits very much with the piece with, with the music, but I've never truly thought, oh yeah, the artwork's incredible and that's like a part of it. It's really just been about the music for me, but but it's still really fascinating and interesting going through the exhibition. And, and experiencing these kind of songs which are cut up in different ways or combined in weird ways or how that links in with the artwork, I thought was really, really well done. Mm. Uh, yeah, there were bits basically where it, you can travel from room to room and experience songs or mixes by standing on parts of the yeah, environment yeah. or you know visiting parts of the a, a particular room, for instance. But there's other other rooms where you can go in and then essentially you then experience like three songs in a row mm. in like a weird kind of, it, it's almost like res in, mm. in, in, in some parts. I'm not sure if you went inside the pyramid, Sean. Oh God, yeah, yeah no, I've seen everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So mm. like, and, and they're like, okay, wow, there's like three songs in a row and it's like a, yeah, like incredible visuals mm. and um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was really, really good. I mean, it's not, it, it didn't blow me away. I'm not saying sorry, it's no game of the year, you know, contender, mm. but if you've even got a passing um, sort of enjoyment of Radiohead music or there are, I think it's as well worth a download. Mm. It's just, it's really good just to like experience a kind of, yeah, museum it was, like, <laughs> exhibition. It, it and, was uh, really nice that like, because you know, like the whole Fortnite concerts thing, like I think it's I, th- I think I find it very odd but very interesting. But it's just there's been nothing 
that you know that that I would be into. Plus, obviously, I don't play Fortnite yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. And it's just I'm glad this exists. I mean, obviously, this this has still been you know sort of partly bankrolled by by Epic, I think. Um, yeah. Um, but it's just like right, cool. This is like another avenue for that sort of semi-interactive you know i mean not live in this case but just an interesting virtual way of exploring like an existing you know um album or two albums in this case um so yeah it's just i I hope we we see more stuff like this yeah that's what i was going to say i'd like i'd like to see more of this i'm not a massive radiohead Mm -hmm. fan you know there's a few songs that i like Mm a few albums that i like from them but I'd like to see it for an artist that I really am well into. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I don't, well, I'd be interested to see how that progresses mm. over the years. Yeah. Because yeah, if you, this you is should, a success. You should give us a go, Dave, even if you're not, you know, you know of some of the songs, but I mm. think you should give it yeah, a go. I think it's you just, enjoy it. You're totally right. It's interesting. And Radiohead never seemed like the kind of band to really go in for these new newfangled things, which is weird because in some ways they're also incredibly progressive, you yeah. know, like releasing their albums for like pay what you want on their website. Mm. You know, they, they've done loads of stuff. It's not like they're averse to new trends or technologies, but then yeah. they're also not the kind of band or whatever. Imagine, oh, there's a game, Bankroll by Epic. You yeah. can explore the, the, <laughs> the albums. Uh, but I, it was just, I was half my enjoyment was that. It's like, it's just so amazing getting to hear this Radiohead like content and and albums and art which i haven't heard i haven't listened to them for a while and um in a way that i never would have anticipated that they would even engage with mm. and um yeah it, it cool. got me excited for what other bands other albums i mean other radiohead stuff even um to experience boys, in this new way finger boys experience yeah. that would be good <laughs> <that's coming. laughs> um I just yeah, the, yeah it's awesome. That. It's got me listen to Radiohead again, so it's 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 a it's a win win either way. Yeah, man. Um, have you did, did you get to the end, Matt? I saw credits. Yeah. Oh fucking hell! That that because I, I mean, oh, I don't want to spoil it, but it involves a song that I was like fucking tearing through these exhibitions. Like, where is it? Where's it? Because <laughs> it's my it's my favorite song of those two albums, and I was like, I'll be fucking livid if they've missed it out, and then. Yeah, it, it's at the end, and I I was a fucking mess by the end. I was, absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, cool. my, uh, my 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 favorite song out of two albums was in the Rotunda. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a f- fucking brilliant. Anyway, yeah, I, right. I was cool. It's, it's free cool. as well. It's fucking free. But obviously, I've it's just, just, yeah, yeah, just well, I mean, it is marketing. Yeah, it's so, an advert. Yeah, but, is um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's PS Five and it is PS Five only, isn't it? It's, it's PC and Mac and as PC well. and Mac. Yeah, obviously, yeah, but only on the Epic Store. So you'll cool. have to you'll have to load that up and update that, everyone, before you can download this. Um, if you can remember your login information, and they're uh, all Fortnite players. On that's our, true. Uh, yeah, I fucking love it. List of there is, so, I, I they, should they say, that, I don't know if you saw, there is a, a Kid Amnesia Fortnite thing um, where you like, if you download, so if you download the exhibition, you get like some Radiohead music you can use in the lobby or something, which is weird seeing that. Yeah, when I saw that image, I I thought, oh, this is a pistol. Someone's <laughs> like put this this exhibition in the Fortnite font. Yeah. No, but it's real, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's real. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I assume it was like a you know epic saying, "Look, we'll help you build this, but can we put something in Fortnite?" And yeah, fine. Because um, for a minute, I was yeah. like, you know, I wonder. Uh, like initially, I wondered, like, were they approached about doing a a Fortnite concert? Um, but I then uh, reading up on it, this was this was something they wanted to do as a physical exhibition at one point. 
Yeah, then, I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think the Venn diagram is really there for no, probably not <laughs> Fortnite players uh, and Radiohead fans, <laughs> are there? So, uh, but yeah, so they, they were, yeah, when I was playing this, I was like, oh my god, this would be incredible to do like an actual physical, yeah, man, exhibition because the way it's you know the way it's built, it 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 could be built in like a real life environment. Do you, you know, reckon? Some bits are obviously think, quite out I there, think... but there's a lot of you know stairwells and pathways yeah. and. This and that, like this, this could be like a warehouse. They could well, they, build so like this. It's... Initially, the the plan was it was going to be a load of shipping containers welded together, and they said they, they wanted it to look like it had crashed into the side of the VNA, um, oh, which yeah. weirdly the VNA were not up for. And then there was somewhere else they wanted to put it, and the council said no. And then COVID happened, so yeah. And then they just they, you know they were in this phase of like doing everything virtually, and then someone said, "Well, hang on a minute. What if we? What if the exhibition didn't have to be a real thing and didn't have to adhere to?" real life you know physics and <laughs> what have you and that's yeah. how it came about so this is another game this weekend where i took a lot of oh. screenshots as well yes i was sending screenshots to my dad that's that's how wow. i thought he'd be interested i did that with the he, he was escape, a bit though. oh did you so, <laughs> yeah um right okay that sounds cool um, it is james yeah um, You're last on the list, mate. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in a bit of a weird state at the moment with games. You know, yeah. do you ever get into that sort of thing where it's like you're not sure what to play next and everything you try, yeah. you just like don't feel it like really? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. kind of feeling like that at the moment about things. Like I, I tried... Have you not played Forza Horizon? Yeah, yet? that was one of the ones I played. I played it and I was like, yeah, this is good. I'm quite enjoying this, but I just don't feel like investing like loads of time into oh, it at the moment. It's just... That's mad. I, know, I, know. I can't stop playing it. I know, but this is the thing. Like, I mean... Asher has been playing it. He's been he's played it way more than I have. He's loving it. He thinks it's fantastic, and uh, he's yeah he's been really into it. But for some reason, I'm just finding it difficult to sort of latch on to anything at the moment. I don't really know why. I finished um, Call of Duty Vanguard the other day, um, which you've done as well, haven't you, David? I think I have finished a campaign of that. That is. Um... Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? It certainly front loads its good missions. Yeah, I mean, it it does. It definitely starts out strong, and I kind like the switching between characters thing kind of works because you know it's like you're obviously you have a team of, of people that are working together. That it then comes together at the end, at like the end of the game, where you're all working together. Yeah, that last mission where you're switching between the characters, I thought worked quite well. To be honest, that was good. But then I think the problem with this was is the whole game to me felt a bit like offcuts in the sense that it was like they they sort of had ideas for things from other games and they just you know that they hadn't you know hadn't run with before. Oh, really? Yeah, it it didn't it felt very incoherent to me like the whole thing apart from the Stalingrad stuff, uh, which uh, I thought uh, was brilliant. That that was it great. It felt more con- coherent. To me, I, I find that surprising because to me it felt more coherent than a Call of Duty game has for a long really? time. Really? I mean, I thought the last Black yeah. Ops game was was really. I thought it was very good, like the last Black Ops. Yeah, it was um, decent. But this, but, but I still didn't fully follow the story like I did with this one. No, this one. I mean, the thing is with this one was that the problem I had with it was that you had all these sort of flashbacks so that you got the idea of where these characters have come from. But I didn't think that they spent enough time with them actually all working together to really make them believable as a team. You know, yeah, no, that yeah, the team, the team stuff doesn't really work, does it? Yeah, you don't see how they meet up and yeah, all of that. Yeah, you're right. Like it could have done with probably about another maybe three or four missions there, really, to sort of get an idea of like why they care about each other, why they're working together on this, and you, you, yeah, you just don't get that. And I mean, no, you don't. As you said, like the marsh, the last mission was good. Like it was, it was okay. But in general, I found the game it was quite forgettable, really. Like I don't, it's not one I'm gonna. I remember, apart from as I said, the Stalingrad stuff was great. They, they were they were some very good missions. Yeah, they were. both of those missions was really good. Yeah, yeah. 
but the rest of it not so good. But yeah, at the moment I'm just struggling to really get into anything. I mean, it, the other day I because I finished Metroid Dread obviously like a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, okay, well I want to play something new on Switch, and I finished um, what's it called, The Great Ace Attorney, like the first, the, you know, there's like that came out recently as like a double pack, and I finished the first of those, and really didn't get on with it very well actually, which is strange because. As you know, I play the other ones like on an almost like yearly basis, like all the time. You just loop through, yeah. yeah. But this this one, for some reason, I I it didn't click with me. I think mostly because the dialogue in it is, I would say, excessive. Like in the sense that it it takes so long to explain everything, like constantly. There's it. There's just there's too much dialogue in this, and which kind of killed it a bit for me. It's it could have done with a bit with a bit of editing down, I think. Like there's things where you know they're explaining information to you that they <laughs> That's the, the irony of saying it on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the kind of thing where they're like trying to explain a concept which you could do in literally a sentence and it's taking several paragraphs like to get to the point. Yeah. And it's stuff like that. Again. And also I didn't <laughs> yeah. I did I didn't also I didn't really dig the characters that much either. Like I, I found the um, her look shown stuff. Yeah, it's funny in the beginning, but it gets irritating. Like, I didn't think it was that that good. But then I've heard that apparently. What's the Herlock? No, you got to explain that. What's the Herlock Holmes? We know like, stuff. The, one of the main characters in the game is is Sherlock Holmes, but they've just changed the name, so he's Herlock Holmes instead. Right, and he's like a quirky, like detective kind of kind of character. And they've all got like sort of these gimmicks and like sort of postures that they do, which get a bit annoying, really. But you know, like it was, you know, it was, you know, it was endearing in the in the in the first trilogy, like a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mm, feel yeah. that in this at all. It just felt like it was trying really hard, you know, like to to be like right. that. And I think maybe it's also because I didn't really like the setting that much. I, I didn't find it that interesting. I thought the contemporary one was much more interesting. But then I've heard that apparently the second game in the in the set is significantly better than the first, and that if you've played the first, a lot of the stuff in the second makes more sense because it's all set up, really, uh, for the second game. So I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it at some point, but I need a break from it. But then I just thought, okay, well, I'm done with Metroid Dread, so now I'm, I, I thought I need to... You know, Bloodstained came out ages ago. The, um... What's it called? Yeah. And, yeah, the one that was... Uh, yeah, you know, the, the the kickstarted one, and I've had that for mm. ages, and I keep meaning to go and play it. And I started playing that, and I was like, "Oh, I really should have played this before Metroid Dread, because this is just <laughs> not fun like to play. Really, it feels horrible, and just I don't know. I'm probably so I'm in a weird state. I don't know what to play next. I really don't, and I just it's just odd. I'm in a strange state. Are you looking forward to the Halo single player? Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely looking forward to that. That is something I'm looking forward to um, because I I want something new that's single player. That just I mean I got I also got um, Lost Judgment the other day that that came through because oh, it yeah, was it was off really cheap. But yeah, I oh, see. I want to play that, but then it's another Yakuza style game, and I want something different at the moment. Really, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like I love those games. But yeah, I know. I played loads of them recently. It's like I'd like Look, to Halo it. Infinite's just round the corner. Yeah, it's just round the corner. Smash through that. Yeah, hopefully that. Don't will, worry about that, it. That'll be all right. I mean, I know I've had times like this before. You know, when you there will be something that then gets you hardcore back in again. It's just that at the moment I'm just yeah, sort of yeah. flitting between things and not really enjoying stuff so much. So James, I don't know. neutral James, times of existence. I've got a great mate. suggestion for you. Cool. <laughs> neutral games of existence. <laughs> <laughs> play Lake. <Go> on. <laughs> Lake. No, yeah. I don't play it's Lake. A banger. Mind you, have you played it, Sean? I played. No, I played the the trial, didn't I? I do. I do. Like I've got it on PC, and I do want to play it because I okay. did actually enjoy what I played of it. I'll tell you what, though, but, I have been really enjoying Dark Souls Two. 
So that has been something that I've been looking oh, forward yeah, yeah. to each week. I mean, every week, like before I'm about to stream, I kind of feel like, oh, I, I don't know if I can do this again. Like just another, <laughs> another evening of like frustration or whatever. But then every evening I've ended up really enjoying it. And like, I mean, I've, I, they're the longest streams I've ever done. I usually do about two and a half hours now, like each time, because it's just so compelling. Uh, I, I know it's not supposed to be one of the good ones or whatever, but I'm having a great time with it. It's, uh, it totally is. Yeah, it's just bullshit snobbery. It's a perfectly great game. Yeah. Um, I, I, I should also say I've yeah finished the El Shaddai streams. Um, that was that was a really nice time. By the end, it was just really fun. Like every every week people would show up who hadn't watched any of the previous ones and they'd just be like, sorry, what? What's this? <laughs> What's going on? And everyone's been like, I don't really, don't really know. It's been, or like one week, you know, people were like, oh, I thought this was like a fantasy, like action. I'm being like, yeah, it's, most of it is. It's just this weird bit. It's completely different and just, yeah, that was, it was really good fun. Okay, we're running long. I was going to say, just a couple we, of questions. I was going to say, should we not do any? And just park them. What do you reckon? Week. Should we take a vote? Well, you know where I'm going. I mean, I'm this. exhausted, so I can only imagine how James feels. <laughs> um, I think we should do one. One. Yeah. One question. Uh, all right. Maria Always good value okay, for last money. One, did, last one. Did TCGS <laughs> Courtney Love fans? Playing Diddy Kong Racing after hearing you chat about it last week, I must say it feels nice to bounce away from collisions unscathed. If only this slight annoyance were the biggest risk on actual motorways. The implementation of which zany game mechanic would make your daily lives safer? Oh, Ghost I mean, well, obviously. I mean, lives. Well, I, I was <laughs> that... going to say healing from any injury by crouching behind some crates oh, for two that'd seconds. Be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that would, that would be sort nice. out my back right now. would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a full red screen now with the? Have <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> you got that going on? It's flashing a bit, yeah, and it's uh, yeah, yeah, oversaturated. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not good. Uh, double yeah, jumping. Lives is better than that. You just think, oh no, I'm dead now. All right, it's all right. I'll just I'll go again. It's fine. Go again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but what if you knew you had like a like a, a set number? Like, all right, you got five lives, and you've got your natural lifespan. In which do you? What happens when you die? In natural causes? Do you just lose a life? Start again from the beginning, don't you? No, because you go back to the last right. checkpoint, which just be like ten minutes ago. Oh well, great, not, I'm still yeah, in hospital. Well, yeah. Mm. Um. Oh my god! Save like points. in that regard, what if life had really? Like annoying checkpoints where <laughs> you've got to go for a cut. Yeah, like, 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 a cut scene's like, oh, I've got to do a wedding again. Like, yeah. why can't they cut? So why can't the thing be after the it's wedding? It's not quite the same the second or, or time around. You just have save states. Born. Save states would be handy. Yeah, save states yeah. is the one, isn't it? Yeah. It's just that will be brilliant. Save in there. real life. Just go, um, oh, I really caught that up. Just save. Yeah, like yeah. Quick so the, the, the first like. Uh, First two years after Elodie was born, I'll save now because if I have to do that two years again, I'm going to quit this game. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going through that again. <laughs> what about auto aim? That'd be pretty good. Well, if you're shooting just, people like, yeah. for what? Pissing. That makes you more no, safe just, if you're a soldier, <laughs> Dave. Why pissing, piss, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah because well, you could I stand in a pub and then just piss into the like. Just do whatever. The, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah, you could do all I sorts. I heard aim, and I just thought that. I don't know. Just stand there yeah. with your hands on your hips, just chatting to people. I'll do it anyway. Can you imagine being able to throw an apple core behind your shoulder and it always landing in the bin? That'd be good. Yeah, that would be good, actually. But then we talk about that as a potential Life is Strange power, and it was, that was tea bags, wasn't it? 
Right, bullet time. Now, if you gave me bullet time, would it allow me to do cool things or just to carry on doing dumb shit but in slow motion? Dumb shit in slow motion. I don't think I'd be... Yeah, I think you're right. I think I'd still be a fucking dork, but just slower. A slow getting dork, intelligence, yeah. getting intelligence just by putting XP points into it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To go, yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. be a little bit more intelligent now. Yeah, let's whack an XP point on that. Being one. able to like do one thing to get experience points and then put those points into something completely different. Oh, I lifted weights for three weeks. Now I'm, I'm walking encyclopedia. <laughs> Wicked. Yeah, XP would be the best because you can just like change it every day depending on what you're doing. You know. Yeah. Some games you can't. Re- do I need that, to respec. You know, like for the like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I think everyone wants to respec, right? Everyone, everyone gets to like 35 and realizes they've focused on all the wrong things. If I could no, completely true. change my personality and looks, Sean, yeah, I would absolutely take that option. Okay, character brilliant. Yeah. 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 Yep. Just go straight back to character creation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is that, I think we've you know, that. make the nose a bit smaller, the yeah. eyes less bulbous. <laughs> get rid of that weird bit under my chin, mm-hmm. and not be a prick. I think I I'll change, change weaknesses. Yeah, so it's not food. It, 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 so it's, it's <laughs> so <laughs> or, or asthma. Yeah, exactly. I, I was, was going to say, James. If anything, I think we've learned that you're incredibly resistant to food. <laughs> I think you've been you've shown. <laughs> you, Sean, you don't want to know what it what it was like when I weighed myself hey, this morning. Sean, okay. You don't want to know. You don't know. You don't know. Sean, you don't want to know. <laughs> Sean, you don't want to know. Where does this come from? <laughs> Your, Your mouth. mouth. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's like it's twenty to one. I don't know what's going on. Okay. I was going to say it's not three, actually. It's twenty to twelve for you. It is twenty to one. We uh, if you sent well, no. I mean, obviously, we we'd cut a few questions anyway, thinking this was going to be a long show, but we'll we'll try and read out some of this week's next week. Cool. All right, Matt. Socials. Yes, so Sean has finished Bell Should Bye I. Bye, everyone. Socials. Come on, Matt. Let's go. Sean's finished Bell Should I. So this Thursday, Sean is back with a new streaming series. Oh, my God. Do you want to tell everyone what it is, Sean? I'm very excited about this. Uh, it's called Pico Bell, which is a, a pun that barely works. Um, I'm going to play <laughs> a bunch of Pico 8 stuff. If you don't know, the Pico 8 is like a virtual like retro console that never physically existed. Um and basically, yeah, it's just over the, the last, I mean, I think it's been around for a fair while now. So the last like five years or so, it's become a really fertile ground for like interesting indie stuff. So famously, Celeste um, started as a, as a Pico 8 game. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I don't know how long it'll run for. I think, just, you know, just a few weeks, um, just digging through some interesting Pico 8 stuff. Uh, I've already had a look and there's loads of really cool and interesting stuff there. So I think it will be enjoyable for a little while. So join okay. me. Why not? Sean, can I join me go, on my adventure? If I, if I can I go for exactly eight weeks. I mean, that that would be ideal, wouldn't it? I, I mean, I don't know how much interesting stuff that... I mean, what would be fascinating is if it turns out there's like one game that I just get fully obsessed with and it's just this, obviously, this tiny eight-bit <laughs> and it's game. I'm just like, you're, oh, so you're, I'm just playing this one game You're barking at the chat. Yeah. Fuck off. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not playing I'm anything else. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing Celeste. Uh, so that's Thursday at nine. Uh, Friday at nine, James is playing Dark Souls two. He's really loving it. Still racing through it, aren't you, James? Yeah, it's big brilliant. fan. But, but okay, I know we need to leave, but 
Was that, was that a series? Uh, James, would you say you're enjoying this way more than Dark Souls 1? Um, almost, yeah. Because I've been doing like on, wow. on average like a, a boss every like every stream, which is in which is mad. I mean, it's oh, it's easier. It's I think well, it's, I wouldn't say it's easier. It's just I think I messed up with easy. with the way I created my character because he's over <laughs> overpowered or something. But um, yeah, it's good. <laughs> that doesn't sound <laughs> like you good. messed up, James. Yeah. Do you know what I, messed you know, up? Means? I messed up, and I'm just too bloody strong. No, no, everyone keeps going on about how I've got to put more into like vitality because I'm not wearing any armor, oh, and they just keep going on about oh. that all the time. So yeah, that is a bit I messed weird. up. Well, you didn't mess up because you're smashing a Bosch every every week. So. Yeah, it's not sustainable, right. though, is it? And I'm going to hit a wall soon and then get annoyed. So it's <laughs> well, at that point, put points into vitality. James is my my tip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's Friday at nine. Sunday at eight, I'm playing Mass Effect. Uh, so those are all on Twitch.tv slash TCGSCo. Go over to go over to our channel. Uh, give us a follow. Put on notification bell if you want to. You know, if you don't want to miss a stream when it goes live if you have Amazon Prime you have Twitch Prime and with that you get one free sub every single month and we'd love it if you want to have our channel give us a free sub it makes a huge difference to us we really really appreciate it if you miss our streams live search TCGS on YouTube and you can watch them often the next day on YouTube back to Dark Souls Dark Calls is happening this Friday every Friday morning we're doing the Dark Calls rerun this week at James Meets Sif episode 19 where we're officially halfway through the series Sif episode drops this friday it's not in this feed it's on another feed search for dark calls and give us a review um patreon.com slash tcgs is our patron there's this month's exclusive podcast already out there we did the talks over on saturday which you really have to see uh search the tier that you like over over there and support us if you want and tcgs.co is the website where links to our gorgeous social channels our discord our store and other stuff as well cool we will catch you next week for more video game chat. I'm thinking about the draft more and more every day. I'm trying not um, to. Oh, boy, yeah, we're still doing that, yeah? <laughs> oh, we're still doing it, but don't you worry about that. We will catch you next week. We love you all. Thanks for living. Goodbye. Bye. Ta-ta. Goodbye.